Smiling Suffer podcast. Uh, on the mic, you got Corey. Courageous. And on my left today, I have your boy, Mr. G. What it do? How far now? I do now. It's in there. Uh, on the call, I also have uh, Onyade. Onyade, you there? Yeah. Hey, guys. Oh, what up? What up? What up? What's good? Um... Yo, so a lot has happened, man, since the last time you were here, Wale. How you been? Been good, though. I see, I see. Kinda Looking bro. fresh. Yeah, Looking bro. fresh. Stay, stay fit. Looking fresh. Trying to get in summer body. Uh, I, I see you. Summer is canceled. You know? I see you home. <laughs> I see okay, you home. still give it to them. Um, <clears throat> so 
what's been going on in Afrobeat, man? We've 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 missed your <laughs> your uh your your knowledge. Yeah, there's a lot really been going. I can't really hear my. Hold on. All right, it's it's good. There's a lot really been going on though. I mean, um, <laughs> albums dropped. Uh, Kiss Daniel dropped his album. I got a new favorite rap uh, artist, Omale. Omale, huh? Yeah, that's my new favorite guy. Okay. Um, you know, he dropped his EP. Yeah, that was that was a that was a pretty <coughs> nice nice EP. Um, pretty Boy Dio dropped his EP. Kuro Santino dropped his EP. A lot of EPs dropped. Um, uh, Kiss Daniel. I don't know if I mentioned he dropped his album too. Well, and what's the name of his album? Uh, snap. Can you? Oh yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but my um my, my audio is going in and out. As in, like, as I'm talking, it's going in and out. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Oh, I don't know. What's, yeah, I can't even hear myself too well. I can hear. Um, you. <clears throat> all right, well, let me try and speak louder. But yeah, Kiss Daniel's album is called. Um, sorry, I had it up before. Uh, I was listening to it earlier today. My bad. Bad, my bad, my bad. All right, there we go. It's called King of Love. King of Love. Yeah. Is it like no bad songs? Seventeen hour uh, songs. It's it's not bad actually. You know, I mean, it has some of the old songs he's dropped already. Um, like oh, Jaho. Like Jaho. Pack and go. Okay. Uh, fuck you. You know. Oh, okay. But, you got the fuck you challenge. On but um, it has some pretty dope new songs actually. One of them would probably be the closing song. Okay. But yeah, he's he's oh. he's he's doing his thing, man. He you recently know. signed a deal with Empire, right? Uh, what's going on? Empire is signing all of them. I know. <laughs> I guess it's a distribution deal. Yes, a distribution <clears throat> deal too. But the thing is, I don't know what they're distributing for them, man, because I don't know how much of Kiz and Olamide music can be distributed in the states for now. To be honest, if I was Empire, I'd be focusing on distributing for the likes of Rema and Omale. Mm. Those are the guys who have a sound who that can, can carry over can carry over right now you know at the moment you know it's no interest not a lot of work needed with those guys interesting you know i think like you know i don't know what Rem's management is doing but i'm pretty sure they have it in the works but i would i'd be focusing on a lot of international collabs with Remmer. he dropped two songs ginger me and alien i, I heard ginger me i haven't heard it yeah and it's it's you know it's a lot of xxx tentacion and 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 uh, juice world r.i.p to both of them kind of songs you mm -hmm. know and you know that's he, I, I, I keep saying it, he's like he's kids, like the new wave yeah he's, americans will f with that. gravitate towards yeah, it yeah so empire man those go talk to those guys i don't know they might already have a deal with i think Rem. i don't know but if i were you those are the guys i'll be Focusing on um, well, music-wise, uh, Davido uh, took uh, mm -hmm. uh, 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 his MIA right now. He took a leave of he absence, took a leave of absence. Uh, off social media, and I and I and I think it's needed. You know, yeah. Um, I think they said he unfollowed. Did he say everybody. why? Nah, they, I think he just said he he's just stressed, and I don't know if he said stress, but he just said you know he needs space. He's he's he unfollowed a lot of everything, everybody. And he said he was changing his number. Even his girl, right? Well, there's rumors of trouble over there, but that's, I'm, I'm not gossiping about that. So okay. But um, he said, you know, he 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 he. Oh, congrats to him too on his uh, Banana Island apartment too. It's yeah. Pretty dope. I saw know? a video of, of it. Yeah, it's a pretty dope apartment. Yeah, it looks um, it's pretty I'm pretty one, nice. I'm probably in the millions, you know, dollars. Yeah. Um, but Banana Island is not busy. Yeah, and that 
building i think you know <laughs> it's 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 nicely done like the furnishing and yeah it was designed by some Suji, italian Sujimoto, I, Sujimoto something. Yeah, I don't know if you know it looks mad from, don't worry i'm going to post some clips yeah, of it it's, it's a nice building it looks mad um, <clears throat> with different units in there and they're, they're pretty they're obviously probably the most expensive housing yeah. in nigeria but um he he um, he's, he said change the number and stuff like that. So he's probably just, you know, you probably just need time to yourself. Maybe. You know, Maybe. I mean, Wiz is always quiet, so he's still quiet. Uh, but Davido um, has an album coming out, A Better Time. A Better Time. I think it's in July. Do, do you think Do you think the corona and the lockdown is going to have an effect on music? I already, I already feel like Zanku is already on out music, the On music. Because people weren't able to go out there and like... So on, on the, on the, for the likes of, you know, the same, the heavy... Every hitters, yeah. no, nothing's going to really change much for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that they make a lot of money from shows. Yes, you know, but ways David Burner are at the stage where they're big enough to not need to rely on shows. There's, there's been a theory that, that and this, remember that journalist I said told, said I said following his his theory is that the fact that people aren't really able to go out to like Faji and like yeah. you know. He's saying that it affected the creativity of the music and that because people weren't in that vibe, like in the clubs, like there weren't so clubs that were open, that it, it affected the way so that they were able to create music in the studio. Like it wasn't quite there. No, but but like I'm pretty sure, you know, but when you listen to the likes of the big of course, guys, the, the those big ones, guys. it doesn't affect them, oh, yeah. you know. You heard it's, uh, it's, Bernard's, Bernard's... I heard his new yeah. song. Yeah. It's the likes of Zlatan and... Naira, the people who need that energy and they want to give you the next dance song and they write off the crowd reaction. The, you're, those are the guys who might find it harder. Yeah. You know, because no one is going to get turn up to your music right now. Yeah. And also, those guys, you know, they do a lot of shows. Now, obviously, everything is streaming online, but mm-hmm. the numbers, you know, let's be honest, to get a $1,000 from YouTube, you need a hell of a number of streams. Yeah. The only people pulling those numbers are those three guys I always talk about. So where's David Brunner? So like those ones are fine. Mm-hmm. The other guys, they're probably, probably not doing as well because mm-hmm. in Nigeria, they're not royalties like that, like that. Yeah. So you're, you know, oh yeah, uh, what's her name? Uh, Tiana Taylor had David on her album. Yeah, yeah so, I heard it. It's cool. You know, mm-hmm. I don't really... It's not my. Yeah, it was. It was not bad. It was like. It was like. Yeah, she had him on our album, man, and I. I like to see stuff like that, you know. Yeah, those those artists are desperate though. They are even, desperate even too. Na, you yeah. see Nairamali, that one went to go and take a show when he was supposed to be. It doing did. Shows. It did. It did. And and that's what I'm saying. They need the money because the way the music is set up in that country, mm-hmm. you make, you know, you do four or five shows a night. Yeah. And each show you're charging, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars, bro. You've you've made it. Yeah. But then your music itself, you know, I mean, I don't know how many streams Naramali has, but I don't think it's enough to be him to live off for a year. Speaking of Naira, though, he did drop a record. I haven't heard it. So I, I I'm, f- it. I'm loving it. I, I can't I, judge it. I haven't heard it. Uh, let me play a clip of it. I, I'm loving this record, man. Like, I think this is another, I think this is another hit. And I, it'll be, the thing is, it'll be hard for it to like really go because like I said the clubs are not uh, operating right now and Corona I don't know if you heard but Corona is starting to take take shape in Niger and it's looking like of course, they might have to start they, they didn't shut again. down they just had a curfew which yeah. you know makes sense yeah. yeah but but check out this Naira Mali song I'm loving this track man Mali, Mali. 
That's my joint. That shit goes. Like that's a nice song. That yes, I like the mixture of his. He's going back to the original Naira. Yeah. Um, that was in England. But see, the problem that is gonna happen is, um, this kind of song, you know, the right promo for it would be when people are in, in the, the streets yeah. dancing to doing dances <laughs> yes. in the club, and unfortunately, he's not gonna get that promo right now. That's so the thing. That's this the song thing. can easily die. Down. It could, it could. You know, even though it's actually not a bad song, it could. You know, so and that's the issues. Unfortunately, smaller artists. When I mean smaller, I mean Nair is a big enough artist, but he's not the biggest. So those guys might suffer. Also, this kind of genre of music might suffer. Mm. You see the likes of I'm talking about Omale, mm. and his music is beautiful. It's vibe music. It's no. vibe music. I don't to need to go way. to the club. In, in so the car, when anywhere. I put it. On my Instagram caption story, when I'm running, which I did one time, people were like, oh, shit, that song is lit. You mm-hmm. know, and they can play doing anything else. Mm-hmm. You can play in the in, in, in the kitchen. You can play it in the home, everything. So you don't need to dance. You vibe to it. And yeah. then you just start hearing his name up and down. Oh, my lay, oh, my mm-hmm. nice. So think people like that would benefit. Mm-hmm. They'll be okay. Yeah. But Naira might not. It's a good song. I'm not gonna lie. I'll go listen to it. <laughs> it's a vibe. It's bro. a vibe. It is it's a vibe. vibe. You know, is. Um, speaking of running, I see you. You're looking good, man. Bro, it's I was bored, man. I'm, dude, I'm proud of Sleeping you, man. I'm proud. Like I saw bored, a picture man. of you, and I'm like, wait, I thought bored, that was an man. old picture. Bro. And I'm like, what? That's Wale. I went back. I started <clears throat> counting my. Started weighing myself. I bought a scale mm-hmm. like two weeks ago. Yeah. I think as at this morning, I was at like... Look at you. You're, you're drinking 11. strawberry banana shakes I think shit. I lost like 11 pounds in what? Like two weeks. So, what? You know, in I two mean, weeks? In two weeks, bro. Are you, are you sure that's that's not yeah. dangerous? Nah. Yeah, they, what do you think? It's not for... Nah. It's not depending on like your size, nah, like where not, you started yeah. at, and also really? your guy. So um, wow. you tend to lose weight quicker. So, you know... I've also started trying to up my my workouts. Um, I went to the gym the other day. They opened it up, um, and I inspected it, but, you know. Yeah, so I, the gym in my primary is open up, so is. I get to use that one. And you do. The beauty about it is I think it's like, like today, it was the most I've seen people in there were like four oh, people. Oh, really? Like I, 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 do you have to wear a mask there too? You can't wear a mask to work out. That's so well, you wear a mask to get in, yeah. but the beauty too is they have wipes. Yeah. They've always had wipes, mm-hmm. so... 
And like yeah. I said, we're four maximum in there. Okay. And the good thing is, like, since it's in where I live, I yeah. go at weird hours. Oh, okay. So sometimes, today is just because I had a podcast. Sometimes I'll go at, like, during the day at, like, 3 p.m. I don't know when oh, it's working really? out at 3 p.m. during the day. You know, mm-hmm. I'm the only one in there. You get? Yeah. Or I'll go in late at night at, like, midnight. You know, stuff yeah. like that. So, uh, um, Switching gears for a second here. I want to, did you, I don't know, what did you think about the whole Debange allegation? I would, I'd like to get I mean, your, I saw the, so I saw the, 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 I mean, the feel story when it came out, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, I read the story and I, and I, and I, there were definitely loopholes, you know, not, okay. not, or not, no, I don't want to say loopholes, but there were definitely some, it wasn't, there were details left out yeah. and the details don't pertain to, um, details don't pertain to her. If she's lying or not, it's just it was just some things. I was like, oh, you know, how did he, this happen? How did that happen? But the main thing about it was, regardless of how anything happened or what any detail was left out, is the one detail she she included, which is the fact that we're not fact, but it's the thing we should be focusing on. Yeah, is the banj, um, um, what, what's the, the word I'm looking for? Raped her. Yeah, and you know, it's a very bold thing to do to come out and accuse somebody especially someone who's very yeah. popular and, and by the way by the way i just uh, for our listeners out there i kind of botched that last one because i didn't i hadn't really done my research w- initially it wasn't even her that came out it was her friend no it was actually it was her. a guy no no no, no. initially it was a guy that came out because the, the, the guy saw that the band was posting something about rape um, yeah but about okay, well, i saw rape. her i saw her reaction her yeah. story from her tweets so so the guy came out and everyone was wondering what was going on and then she then came out okay that so was when yeah, she so came it was out her own i saw i saw her saying you know um um do you believe the basically. allegations of of her getting locked up so um, okay so and, yeah and, so and, and detained i do so so and then she she so that happened now obviously you know as the band you know you 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 get allegated you get an allegation like that you know Either you did it or not, you mm-hmm. have to react. Yeah. And I think in the beginning stages, he kind of kept quiet. Mm-hmm. And it probably thought this is something that's just going to die down. Yeah. But then it started to gather steam. So, did. you know, his first response was to reach out with a hundred million lawsuits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's you know, I, I try to study people's reactions when they're accused of something. And, and in reaching out with a hundred million lawsuits, you can, you can, it's a legitimate lawsuit to say, hey, yeah, you're, you're, go, you're trying to damage you're my trying reputation. To damage, is it called libel or whatever? There's a word for it, but you're trying to damage my reputation. Mm-hmm. But then in a country like Nigeria, that guy doesn't have 100 million. So we know it's it's also an easy scare tactic. Yeah. And we saw this thing with uh, uh, Timmy Dakola and his wife. Yeah. You know, intimidating tactics. So I'm like, okay, cool. You're attached to do that. Then we hear she goes missing. He went her lawyers can't reach her. Yeah. And... The next step is, okay, what's going on? Um, then she comes out on the Twitter page, deletes every single tweet she's tweeted. It made no sense. And only tweets that the story, the band never did anything to her. And then goes ahead to promote his new song that even he on his page has not promoted. So it's like, this is, and people that follow her say, this is a girl who's never said anything about the band. So why is she all of a sudden coming out? And then... Um, her lawyers then came out and said, nah, she was arrested, you know, obviously. So, but yeah. the part where I believe is she then came out with her statement. Yeah. To say, yep, I, I was it arrested. Was a, it, was a long it wasn't my mother and I, but it was me. And mm-hmm. I was arrested and I was kept in the jail. So now, you know, at that point, the band has lost all sort of credibility to me because 
you know, I got mad when those girls who were accused the video of impregnating them when the video came out of them in handcuffs. And I said, why? Yeah. So they accused you of impregnating them. They were chasing clouds, but we talked about it last. They deserve them to be in handcuffs. Is that so big manism? Is that big manism culture? So there's no way I'll stand for the band then locking someone, even if he's innocent. And then he he needs a PR team because he's going online, posting videos of him dancing and singing and saying enemies. He's not taking this shit seriously. He's not taking it serious. It's, it's been picked up now. By, it's been picked up by, by the international media. Yeah, international media. Wait, sorry, Yada, you said you said what? He's doing. He's posting that kind of content right now. He, he I think they said he deleted it after, but he posted it. I he saw the video. It. I shared the video. Yeah, he, he post- posted a video of him dancing to alone my jam, saying that some people, you know, the leaks is some people wanted. To he was just like, people like to bring me down, like Michael and, Jackson. Yeah, and, and he was saying, you know, they're trying to get him, and 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 it's like, bro, I tell you something. First of all, you know, as much as I appreciate your 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 nostalgia with your, you know, mm-hmm. when I saw his. 40th birthday and I saw him and Don Jazzy. It was nice to see it was, it was nice. But you understand that first of all, you're not you're 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 not current right now. So no one really has any like if this was a David or whiskey, some of you might still want to still defend him more. Yeah. But no one really has that. Then secondly, the girl has gotten people of power to yeah. start backing her, women of power. Yes. So your hundred million lawsuit is nothing anymore. Yeah, the Guardian picked it up. They're like then, Nigerian pop star. Then now yeah. you're having international media oh, you he, call yourself a un ambassador he's, of he's peace screwed. un has come out to say now nah, you're not an ambassador yeah so now screwed. you're screwed because screwed. you and then it's social media age this is 2020 this is not 2010 oh, he, he People, girls have been um, guys have been sharing links of all his endorsement deals and their contact details spamming them with message in this me too council culture he fucked up. you fucked up oh, he you fucked know up. and you think you you thought you were dealing with just Nigerians in Nigeria, mm-hmm. but now nah, you fucked up because yep. your music is not bringing you bread. There's an so now they're coming for your bread. Now that that and there's exactly. a huge strong online presence. Exactly, they, and they and, they and they they will go after you, especially an um, artist that is not on the top of his game right now. Uh, did you see the? Uh, do you know Kemi Oluloyo? No, that lady, whatever. that washed she up lady. Out, she came out and she. She's another washed up person. Yeah, she came out. Oh yeah, I don't know if you heard, but this lady, this she calls herself a journalist. She <coughs> investigated. Journalist. She always she always comes she out with all this. Yeah, you know she. This, this, this her. Hi, my name is Kenny Olu, you know, reporting live from Ibado uh, as an uh, investigative journalist. She has this American accent, but the rumor is that she was deported like from Canada or something. Yes, 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 years ago, yeah. like a long ass time ago. Yeah. And she's in Ibado giving them reporting live from Ibado. <laughs> like, <shut> Ibado. <laughs> and then Nigerians like, oh my God, I love your accent. It speaks so well. I'm like, no, nah, she sound country, man. What? <laughs> oh, hell no. But she calls herself an investigative journalist. Now, the thing about Kim and Olunyo or whatever her name is, how you pronounce it, I, I, somebody was, I was telling somebody that she's a hit or miss. Yeah. And when I say she's a hit or miss, people send her gossip. So sometimes when she comes up with like a gossip, like a, 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 a somebody has a child some, somewhere, yeah. somebody's relationship is broken, sometimes they're true because it gets sent to them by people close to them. Mm. But then a lot of times she misses too. Yeah. You she know, and she you missed know, with this one. She so missed let, with so this one. So let me read her tweet. She goes breaking, breaking thread. Shainito, which is the rape accuser, the rape accuser of I Am the Banj. I'm going to ask um, at Stand to End Rape, which is. I guess uh, this this group that it's a it's a big group. It's a youth led movement a movement group that uh, basically you know calls out people rape uh, people that might have raped and they're very very big on rape victims. Sha. But basically she she said that she's going to ask them and her legal team questions. 
I have not been able to find a visible income for her yet. Yet she jet sets around the yep. world in different hotels and resorts. So basically, she's trying to shame this girl. But that's the thing is, the reason she put out that tweet is because her first set of tweets were trying to say this was fake, that this was propaganda. Oh, so she had propaganda another by, that. Yeah, propaganda by one of the band's ex grunted employee oh. who put this together and told her to come and tweet about this that he's the one who tweeted about the story and it's fake and nothing ever happened oh i didn't even so see that so she came out with all that so people then started oh. to her like you just shut the fuck up and i guess when she realized that what she was saying didn't hold weight yeah of course what's the next thing to do she, she, go after her source of income yeah to try and give people a reason to start thinking that well maybe she's a runs girl yeah and even if she's a prostitute which you're trying to imply Do, it, it, it still doesn't matter that a prostitute was in her room which yeah. is not yeah. by herself and wakes up to the bench finger in her yeah that is not mm. accepted regardless so, of if you think she's a runs girl or so not. yeah they, as a as a remember I, t- I told you i feel like i didn't really do a good enough job the details of remember when when i first saw the story i i ignored yeah. it it, when I actually read it, it's, this gruesome. Stuff, it, it's actually really gruesome. And it's, it's do gruesome. you like yeah. have it's, it? Like, do you, do you have it now? So she, 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 those tweets are, you have to go dig it up because obviously they did it. But, they but, deleted it. But they grew, I remember it. And, and I remember, you can remember one of the group chats we had when I came yeah. and I was like, nah, man, the band messed up this time. Because it's like, I read, I usually also just look at things on the surface. But for whatever reason, in this case, I was like, you know what, let me read it. Yeah, and there was something about this. I read it. That. I read it. It wasn't, it wasn't it, random. I had, it, was I had, very it wasn't random. It was very detailed. Yeah. The, the day the hotel and like I said a lot of exactly things were, how it a lot happened. of like I said there was some and then she, I, she even posted like a thread with her friend yes, where, where she had talked she, about yeah, it and then she even then posted she proof of receipts. her being there Yeah, but the thing I was like I had some unanswered questions for myself but those unanswered questions had has nothing to do with what happened it's just yeah. trying to just put some pieces that I felt maybe she might have left out but the main piece was the rape itself and she yeah. said before she got into her room they came up to her and said the band wants to have sex with spend the night with her yeah, wait wait so while can you just because so know she the went details. to so there was a private party mm-hmm. um years ago mm-hmm. i think it was like two years ago three years ago yeah, in 2018. somewhere in i think banana island or somewhere yeah. or somewhere in the, on the island or eco atlantic somewhere mm-hmm. and the band was mm-hmm. was there and performing everything now somebody she knows somebody in the band's crew yeah and obviously, so they a got a girl, right? It's a guy. Oh, it's a guy. Okay. So they invited her to the event. Being at the event, obviously, you know, they invite girls, pretty girls. They want to, you know, just whatever. The event is over. They all yeah. go back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. She has a room in the hotel. You know, however she has a room, she has a room. Yeah, it wasn't. She didn't book the. She room. didn't book so the room. I think. I think her friend. That's what I'm thinking. One, I think it might be I the think, guy. Okay, the guy. So, so somebody that was this was the part that I felt like I wanted her to answer, okay. but it has nothing to do with it. Okay. But either way, she had a room in the yeah. hotel. Yeah. As she's about to uh-huh. get into the room, the guy walks up to her and says, "Hey, the band wants to spend the night with you." So obviously. Oh, so the only guy is a guy. It's a. There's a. I don't. I don't. No, so, I, I can't remember the name, but so, it's a guy. So so she had. She, I remember she had said someone's name was only that she had called i just assumed so was maybe a girl. maybe she's called someone but the story i saw was, was a guy that she knows yeah came to tell her mm-hmm. maybe i'm missing it as a girl but somebody came to tell her and said hey the band wants to spend the night yeah, with you i saw that part that yeah. person yeah. works for the band okay or used to at the time mm-hmm. and she said she's not interested now my thing is they probably invited her solely because of that and she wasn't trying to do it but obviously she went out to just enjoy herself yeah so she said no which she has every right to say and she went into her room she says she sleeps naked she's like in the middle of the night locked doors everything she wakes up to the band 
fingering her yeah. in her room in the dark. And when she's like, yo, trying to raise, like, what the hell? He's saying, look, you're not a kid. Yeah. You know what's going on here. And then he proceeds hey. to rape her. So she said when that happened, she came out looking for an apology from him. Yeah. He didn't apologize. She messaged, I think it's the guy. She messaged the guy to, at one point, yeah, you was, know, trying to get him yeah. to just kind of verify it and say, you know, what happened was on and everything. And that one kind of just a little dis- took his hand out of the situation in a way or whatever the screenshot was. Yeah. Now, she says she's been going no, by... No, you missed one part. Then okay. at, at one point, one of the guys, I don't know if it's the same uh-huh. guy, gave her $100 to just keep her quiet. Oh, I didn't even see yeah, that. That, that, that was one. another part. <laughs> so I didn't even $100, see that $100, just give her $100. But either way, so part. eventually she's, wow. she's kind of been asking for an apology, yeah. not money. Mm-hmm. Then this whole rape in Nigeria thing happened. It happened. And the band decides to be an advocate for rape. Mm. Mm-hmm. Coming out with his tweets and his, his support for it. And this girl is like, so I guess when the, the attention came to her, she's like, this nigga, like, yeah. for real? So she yep. came out and said, all right, at this it's point, and yeah, now she gave her I full need story. you to come out and give me a public apology. Yeah. And, you know, and now he's trying to die down. Yeah. And unfortunately... Oh, this it, is going to be it, hard. It, it's only, it's, it's only, and the reason why this is important is because there's apparently a rape epidemic in Nigeria. There is, there is. Um, the, the apparently the uh, Nigerian state governors, uh, they came together and they and they declared a state of emergency on rape following a spate of sexual violence. Um, it, it, they, this, they, this the stats, yeah, the stats was the the governor or governors of thirty six states yep. have resolved to declare a state of emergency. Apparently, there's a stat out there. They said it's says, a crazy stat. They said um, uh, violence against women is a daily reality in Nigeria, where twenty five percent of girls have experienced sexual violence before the age of eighteen, compared with ten percent of boys. And this is according to a twenty fourteen UNICEF study. But, but so there's actually you know, a study but you see, here's this. the issue with this thing in Nigeria. <laughs> So some guys were in Lagos trying to do a documentary on rape and they came across this man. Mm. This man was giving his description on rape. This man this man was was talking about in, in my line was talking about him having sex with a 12-year-old girl. And he was describing it in detail, smiling. And when one of them was like, they were just they were kind of like egging him on so he can say the story. Yeah. And they were mm-hmm. recording him. And one of them was like, ah, but, but that's rape. He said, it's not rape, Joe. That, 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 you know why it's not rape? Because when I was giving it to her, after I was done, she didn't tell anybody. And then he goes, it's, it's, uh, someone says, so what, it's sexual assault. He says, hey, it's that one, it's sexual assault. So okay, even if you think it's sexual assault, you think that's okay? And then someone said, the, the guy goes, yo, they're going to arrest you. And his re- initial reaction was, I beg you go arrest me, Joe. So, it's 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 part of the culture where these men or the people, even women, even yeah. these this when these yeah. stories come out, you start hearing why is Shaitan going to hang out with the band? Yeah. Why did she not know that yeah. that's what, what they want to do? What hotel? was she doing in the what hotel? Why, why did she go and do all that stuff? Did she not know? And blah blah. Didn't, didn't they tell her before? And, and 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 stuff. And it's like you know, even somebody put out a a a. a, a a thing one time on Facebook saying if 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 they somebody raped you and they were going to pay you twenty million naira, what would you do? And people were women were commenting saying somebody even said that one comment stood out that was very disturbing. She said, um, I would even give the, the man a child to seal the deal. Oh you know, so God. it's like it's like 
you you have you can call state of emergency but education is the number one thing because how do you educate yeah. people both men and women mm. that rape is rape yeah. i i think it's it's a combination of things because nigeria is a patriarchal society right yeah um and then you have this a combination of in certain tribes and cultures right it's actually okay for you to marry a child i mean of course basically like an underage girl right that in itself is considered statutory rape here in america right so you have that component of it too and then you have the component of you know the women i think more so now than before are they're okay with doing things like you know being run babes or sleeping with men for money which is why you can have someone that of can course. make that kind of comment on of such a post. I think it's it's way past education. You can define rape however you want to define it. Mm-hmm. It is the systems and values that's ingrained in the culture that's causing these issues. I, I think I think another reason why this has really come on the forefront is during the pandemic, you know the whole world was locked up. And you know what happens when people are locked up in the house house right people have time. No, not just that. Um, people are more subject to domestic violence. That's a oh. thing. It's oh, a okay. thing here in the United States. Oh, wait, are you saying that that's like, why there's rape? No, no. I think, oh. I think, I think that that might have played a part in why there's been such an awareness of it recently. Oh, okay. The lockdown exposed a lot of things. Um, and it's not just Nigeria. Um, in Ethiopia, this this is a BBC story. Hundred girls raped in Ethiopia during pandemic. Um, and these were young girls. Authorities in Ethiopia have said that more than 100 girls were raped and treated in the capital, Addis Ababa, since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, the head of Addis, Addis Ababa Women and Children Affairs Office, Almaz Abraham, said sexual violence was on the rise as schools had been closed to prevent the spread of the mm. coronavirus, coronavirus pandemic. So um, they said 101 girls were raped in the past two months after Damn, the outbreak. That's crazy. So what ends up happening is that people are stuck in the homes and then you have, in a lot of cases, is people, people's family members that end up doing these things, um, and it's it's really really sad. There was another case. I know when you had it, we had talked about like two girls, Tina and another girl. Another girl. There's another case of this girl called Uwa, and I don't know if you guys have been yeah, seeing. Yeah, Uwa it. is the one that they they, they killed now. in a, in a church. In a church. They raped. They and raped killed and her. killed her. There was another one in Ibadan. Where we're from? Even in the Uwa cases, I see I see comments from women saying, "Why was she alone in the church starting at night?" Yeah, it's sick. You know, so it's, it's sick. It's there, there was another yeah. girl, Bar- Barakat Belo, um, Barakat Belo, raped and killed during yeah. a robbery in Ibadan. Um, I mean, there's so many in, like. I went online and I just realized that there's so uh, much, you many see, instances but you of this see, thing. You also see I mean, I the think way this has been happening. I don't, it's nothing new. I mean, it's just coming to coming light. Coming to light now, so yeah. Because of everything that's going on. But none of this is new. And you also see the way, like, I mean, people put up, like, tweets from people like Peruzzi. Mm-hmm. And, and you see the way they think. Peruzzi was tweeting at the time. You know, if 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 I go to a house and she doesn't want to have sex, I might go rape her more. Like a lot of rape, yeah. very tweets because that mindset was what it is. Sick. It's what it is. Is is guy? How you Can go you to a girl's house? How, how the girl come to your stuff. house and and she says no to you? She mad? 
and that's the that and then you hear women say stuff like well the way they dress you too why are you going to a guy's house but it's like bro you 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 can it's not about you coming to my house or how you dress you can get ripped anywhere by anybody yeah so what do you say about that and that's when this uber case came out they were like okay she was in the church and what did they say? They were like, oh, no. In the church. Um, what was she doing Some by people, herself? Uh, the VIP yeah. section waiting for them in hell. In church. <laughs> in church. Uh, um, I do think that some, maybe some women make those comments and they have good intentions behind it. But um, the way it comes they don't know across better. is just very ignorant. They don't know better. Um, because That's I right. do think, I think it's a combination of we all need to be smarter in general, men and women, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to be careful about where we go, how we move around to protect ourselves in any situation. I think maybe that's where they're trying to get at with these misguided comments that they're making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you it's not be... an excuse exactly. to what has happened. You know, I think it's, it's a combination of, you know, don't, if you're a female, don't walking at nighttime by yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Just, but just because you went walking at nighttime by doesn't yourself doesn't you give should, exactly, a man the right yeah. to rape you. It, so I, maybe, you know, I think the way they're presenting that is just very, you know how sometimes Nigerian women, especially mothers, they can just be very blunt and yeah. say yeah. something like that. Well, it's, they, they, but, don't, they don't know any better. And, and that's why I said I think education is, or when I mean education, not school, but educating people on these yeah. things. Because a lot of these women too don't even know that they've been raped. A lot of them don't know, and a lot of men don't know that they rape women too. You know, and a lot of men don't don't understand too. Men too, you know, when you think about it, you don't understand sometimes that because you think about like a woman is in your house and you want to have sex with her, and she, you know, doesn't want to, but due to past experiences and and things that happen, she, uh, uh, she she allows she says, sure, go ahead, you know. Yeah. Um, and have sex with her, but she's not comfortable about it. She's sad. She's she's down. But then you, as a man, you didn't to you, you didn't rape her because you didn't force her. You didn't do all that stuff. But not understanding that just being a man and the presence of being a man, sometimes you have uh, powers that maybe you didn't ask for. Yeah. But you have them, and out of fear, some of these women are like you know what? The last time I was in a guy's house, yeah, and this happened, yeah, he raped me. So maybe I'm just gonna have to let this slide too because. I don't want it to happen again. And I think that's why we have to, we, that's why we have to, you know, and I get it, we're equal, right? We all have, we're all entitled to equal rights. Yeah. But I think it's important, this idea that, it's important for us to understand that there are certain, there are certain, a man and a woman, there are certain things that, you're right, like if a, if a, if a girl is in the presence of all like five men, you know, for us, if we're in the presence of five girls, there's it, no threat. It, there's from no us. threat. We just we're cool. But with the girl, like you don't know you what's don't going know through her head. Her head, because yeah. at that point, she's she could anything could happen. Anything can happen. Yeah. She can, she. So and it sounds like I, yes, we, yes, I believe in equal rights, but I think we also have to be wise in understanding that different, the different genders have different strengths. Yes. Um, and we have to acknowledge it. We, we can't do. just we assume can't. that. Unfortunately, I was born a man. We we're born a man, and it's we. I might be the softest, nicest man ever, but to her, I'm still a man and yeah. I still have this power. Yeah. So to me, it's like, well, I didn't force her, you know, yeah. but not seeing the signs mm-hmm. that actually she was scared of you. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, the I'm not scared of you. You know, yeah. but especially, they, alone. especially alone. Yeah. To consider that, um, you know, right. Like she had no choice, but to just go along with it. 
you know, some 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 females may not even say yes or no, right? Yes, but they, they would just they would just yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. you think about and it. Then, so yeah, you're right. So educate. It's it's hard to be. It's sometimes like I thought about it and I said it might be a little unfair to men because it's like well I didn't do anything. No, it's not like. Yeah. But that's the life we're in we and to, we understand we have, we have to acknowledge, to acknowledge that, that. Um, unfortunately you're you were born in a gender that's it's it's is, is intimidating more intimidating and yeah. like Corey just said if i'm in mr five women i'm not once thinking about getting raped i'm not once thinking about getting robbed or yeah. physically assaulted or anything yeah. in that manner i'm thinking if someone tries to jump me i'll slap all of them you know that's how i'm thinking like but as a guy as guys as a, we are threats we're threats and, 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 but you and, neglect it because and, and and at the end of the day when you look at data because i always like to bring it back to data statistics the majority of the people committing these crimes are men yeah so wait wait, wait men. yeah so we, yeah. we there's this inherent threat that we always have to acknowledge um and yeah man um yeah but um i was gonna we just bring gotta up, do better man. yeah we that's gotta just, do better and just, we have to change that culture watch, yeah watch, i was gonna yeah. bring up did you hear about the the murder the murder suicide case in lecky oh yeah I they, did. did you hear about the guy it? they said the guy um stabbed his wife i think yeah and then have you seen pictures probably drank some point i haven't seen ah, pictures they, they, they but they, they said gruesome. it had something to do with um so 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 let me explain uh, to the viewers because they, they might not know what we're talking about so this is is a story about this guy his name is chris Ndukwe, and his girl olamide ali um they've been together seven years they have two kids together um their relationship is described as complicated yeah, have you heard about this story? She's still there. I think. Um, Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. But their relationship is complicated from what they said. They've been together seven years. They live separately. He lives in, in Lekki. She lives in Ogba or something like that. Um, and she goes over, spends time with the kids. They said they've always kind of fought... But they said recently there have been like some development of him making accusations of one of the kids not yeah, being his. Yeah, yeah. Um, but things were still cool. They said the night, the day before this incident, that they still went jogging together. Mm-hmm. Um, so this there was this one this one weekend, I guess uh, it was Sunday, June twenty twenty first. Um, they noticed the neighbors. The neighbors noticed that there was a lot of noise coming out of their neighbor's house a lot like loud music so they went there they got there they they knock on the door they meet the girl's sister who was also there they meet the girl's sister and they're like what's going on now there's a lot of noise going there's a lot of noise in there she said well i guess my sister and her man are in the room so they go there and i guess they probably open the door the kids too are there too in the room yeah no no the kids are not in the room the kids are in the house um, they pry open the door and they find this girl. She was stabbed in the head several times. This guy had taken a plier yeah. and had used the plier to pull out her braids yeah, from saw, her head. I, saw that, yeah. I mean, I heard that. I'm looking at pictures. I, I they, don't want to see. Don't, no, you don't want to see them. They're yeah. gruesome, and I won't even put these pictures out there because uh, they're just nasty he, pictures. He, he drank and then he took, um, and then right after he took a pesticide, yeah. uh, he drank it and he sure, died. So murder suicide um disturbing men it's disturbing it's it's yeah it's 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 and they have a seven and a three-year-old child um and again my gosh and again they said that 
recently he had started doubting the paternity of this second child. It's so this thing is becoming a trend, not the killing, but the paternity test. It is. It's. It seems like a lot of, you know, older couples or whatever they 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 have kids that are not theirs and 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 you know but at the end of the day to be honest you know it's it is sad if you do test one of your kids and find out that he's not yours yeah i mean the obviously initial reaction is your wife was creeping around and got pregnant for someone else Mm -hmm. but bro you've loved that kid you've raised that kid for years that's your child man to be honest like it might not be by blood but that's your child and Mm -hmm. you know Resorting to violence, Resorting is, just to violence not is not going to fix it. It's not going to return, go back. So, are you going to take that child and go give it to who you think the father is or whoever the father is? Like that's your child. So, you know, and and yes, you will have trust issues with your wife that she creeped around and 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 this thing. But the worst thing I can think of doing in if I was in that situation is divorce. Let's get a divorce. Um, but violence is I, not it. It's it's a trend, and again, I like to come back to stats and data. They said that three to four out of ten Nigerian men yeah. are not the biological yeah, fathers. It's a trend. It's a trend. They said that it's very what? very huge yeah, in Nigeria. It's in Nigeria, it's they said lot. we're all, we're second to Jamaica. They said in Jamaica, a lot yeah. of that happens too. It's, it's a trend because a lot of you know women look. People come and say men are scum. I, I mean, I say everybody's a scum because women too creep around, and the beauty about it is, you know, it's just easy to just hide it under. So, so I have my theories. What? My theory is that certain communities, and again, we have to call out these parts of our cultures, but there's this pressure for us to have kids, right? And there's that too. You get married, have, you want to have kids. There are a lot of men out there that live very, very fucked up lifestyles. Um, and when they can't get their wives pregnant? And they can't get their wives pregnant. So there are a lot of impotent yeah, how men, you, right? How you, as I, if two out of your four kids are not yours, I mean, I mean you're able to so, give her two. So... So, yeah, I know, I know. But, but the point I'm trying to make is that there's a lot of pressure for them to have kids. And I think sometimes women, I'm not trying to justify women doing paternity uh, paternity for fraud. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just saying sometimes women feel pressure. And I think that's when they end up, because they want to have a kid, and sometimes they're not, they're not sure if it's them. Because sometimes it maybe, you know, they're not sure if it's them. And sometimes they, they're not sure if it's the guy, right? And... I think what ends up happening is sometimes they creep out to have that kid and release that pressure a little bit. Um, that's just my theory. Because three out of four guys, really? three, so three, for me, three to four out of ten Nigerian men, that's a lot. For me, here's the, here's and I think, it. And I think there's some cultural for me, it is what stuff I think. behind it. You know, I, just, I just think that personally, um, their relationships are just not good. And I do believe mm-hmm. like this women yep. just felt just went outside to have sex and got pregnant. And when they got yeah. pregnant, they just decided to try and cover it and make it seem like it's their husband's baby. I don't think it has... Yeah. I think, you know, people believe... You see, like, you, you marry somebody, you lock her up in the house as a housewife, and, and, and you go around having the time of your life with your friends, and she got nobody, and she got... You know, you don't treat her right, or, or, or it's not an excuse, but some of these women to start to pick up, you know, so, outside partners. And, so, and, you, and, so you yeah. just think it's just yeah. infidelity? It's infidelity. Okay. I would agree with that because here's the thing, right? Nigerian men, are, you know, they're known for this, right? They have mistresses, multiple mistresses. They are, you know, creep outside of the home all the time, right? It's normal. It's culturally accepted. Um, it's okay. I just think that the women have caught up to it. Huh. Um, and with the women, they're, they're repercussion because thing. they get pregnant. And it's 
result in the same thing. Just as how, just like how mm. you find some Nigerian men with outside children, right? Yes, that's true. You're right. Now, unfortunately, right. the woman can't have an outside child because she's the one. She's the one, yeah. And, so, and you have, you have, have to cover it up exactly. Somehow. And like men, as a man, if you go creep outside, you can't get pregnant. So, as yeah. a woman, you get pregnant. And, and here's another thing so, too: is a lot of them grew up not believing in abortion and stuff like that. So. Uh, what do they do? So they keep the child and just mm. say, you know what, we're looking for a child or we're trying to have child or children or just even have, if she realizes, just have sex with the husband. Yeah. It's really hard for you to you know, pinpoint mm-hmm. the date she got pregnant. You know, yeah. if she had sex with you a week after, you can still claim or a month after mm-hmm. and say no, it was yours. Right? You know, I'm, I'm more inclined. You, I'm you more know in- what I would like to know what? out of that statistic? Yeah. The three out of four children that are in our heads. I would like to know. No, 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 no. So I said three to four out of 10 Nigerian men are not the biological fathers. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. That's mm-hmm. what I meant. So what I would like to know, the ones that don't have, that have children that are not theirs, mm-hmm. um, I would like to know how many of those men have been unfaithful. Because I bet you, right, Mm-hmm. A woman is going to be like, well, my man is cheating. I know he's cheating. He's not going to stop. This is who he is. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have my own fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much that. So, so it's just, it's so just, so it's, that's what I'm is just it's just the problem is just that the woman gets to get pregnant and it's a burden she has to carry in terms of, do you want to abort or not? And most of them do abort. So it just ends mm-hmm. up being mm. part of it. With the man, infidelity, unless the woman, yeah. he gets pregnant to, but for the most part, he doesn't bring it home. So, so I, I'm inclined to believe that because they, they usually say usually the most the simplest explanation is usually yeah that's just the, what it is. It's, it's just infidelity. It's never just people as are complicated. Just, Me, I was thinking nah, you know people culture and people and and and, 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 and mother-in-laws nah, putting pressure. Are, and and the beauty of yeah, it too is when I you're think pregnant. the pressure would have come from getting married in the first place. I yeah, feel like true. maybe a lot of people aren't, you, aren't truly marrying for the right. Yeah, yeah you hear Lagos. You hear a lot in Nigeria. Yeah, the ah, Lagos men will tell yeah, you true. stuff like, you know, I wish I met mm-hmm. you before my wife, or, you know, it's it's married was, was, married was, Nigerian men have some lines, man. Mistake, married Nigerians. Know, they were like, there was one I see on Twitter. They were like, "Are you married?" They say, uh, 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 something like that. <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah. You know, or it's a status thing. It's like it one is. other box you have to pick off. So is so they're not marrying for love. They're just marrying for no, out of because with the women, they and tell you in your twenties you should be married. With the men, by the time you're getting your thirties, they start to. Mm. It's and even think about it. Do you know anybody in politics or? A senior office in Nigeria who's not married, you know, who's you, you even yeah. here, right. even here, it's think about it. it how they treat a single guy in, in Nigeria. It will seem like you're very irresponsible that like you're in your 40s or 30s and yeah. you're a yeah. single and you don't have a family. They'll so be looking at you weird. They'll be looking at you weird. So, most of the time, what you do, you just find a girl who ticks some boxes or seems to be the wife, yeah, and and wife material you don't, you don't like her you don't talk as of love her but she's uh, tolerate her to an extent interesting yeah and i feel like a lot of men they don't feel like they don't need to be in love with you because they already know they're going to continue messing around so have yeah. their side chicks to fulfill whatever it is that they need yeah. so it's just another tick off on their checklist yeah so the women do their own turn now wow come on with the baby yeah um, let's move on to something a little light. And this is before the break. Uh, are you guys familiar with the Don't Leave Me, Don't Leave Me Challenge? Yeah, don't leave me <laughs> yeah. yeah are you familiar with it? <laughs> no. It's this challenge, right, where... Started by it started by, by Josh, Josh Too Funny, funny right? Yeah. Um, 
And he, I, I'll give you, so, I'll so, give you the very first one, the very uh-huh. first one that was done. This is what started it all. Because now it's it's like a global trend. Yeah. They're doing it all over, all over the globe, even in the US. I feel uh, like I don't spend enough time on social media. All right, so I'm I'm about to play it. One second. Uh uh-uh. uh, Josh, how far now? Give us something to think about so we can take things away. Uh uh-uh. uh. Josh, say something now. Talk now. Ah, can't you see? Can't you see I'm on leave? Hey! What? Wait, 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 wait. What are you doing? He's standing on the leave. I want to take my leave. Hey! I can't believe this. I can't believe this, bro. What? What? Don't disturb me. Live your life. It's you know it's you need to see the video. So, it's the guy's facial expressions that crack. Yeah, what what, what cost it is? So just too funny does that think about his stuff where he says rubbish and nonsense. Like, just things nonsense. that don't really make sense. But the thing and he, I like that he gives credit to the other guy, Bill O'Crab. Mm-hmm. That's the person who kind of made it what it is. The whole don't leave me, don't leave me, don't leave me. So he's the hype man in the video yeah. and like he's running and saying, don't leave me, don't leave me. So it then started to catch on in most when they did their videos and I had Belo Kreb record it yeah. when he says something stupid like that. So, you know, it's like, you know, he would say like one of them, he was rolling a picture. He's like, look at his paper. Um, it's a picture of my ex. And then he rolls it up and puts it on his wrist and he's like, I just Rolex, you know? <laughs> and, and, you know, that guy was like, oh my God. Yeah. So like, you know, dad jokes. They're dad jokes, basically. Yeah. But Belo, the way they they in, they did it and then the, the crab guy mm-hmm. running after him saying, don't leave me, don't, don't leave me. me. Yeah. It became the don't leave me challenge. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to play another one. Like, so, so it caught on and everyone started doing it. So this, this is one of the ones that some someone, I guess another personality on Twitter did and played. Abi, the, in, the internet is down, Abi. Oh, well. Yeah, I tried. Um, I'll probably throw it in there. I'll probably throw it in there after we record this. But yeah, it's been taking on. And there are people all over the globe. All over from, from the, the US, the, the UK. Um, there's some that I, What's I can't... What's the point of the challenge? Like, I don't get it. It's just it, dad it, jokes. It, it's, it's, it's just silly jokes. It's yeah, just it's jokes just... about... It's like, like wordplay and, 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 you know, it's like... Uh, it's like dry jokes. Yeah, it's, that's it, not it's bad jokes. Yeah. But then it's the reaction after. Now, there's some... A lot of them, the ones I see, I'm not really impressed by. Um, there's some that... Like, there's some you know, like where, easy, where people use, one you can use say, the Nigerian accent. I mean, like, it's like... So, like, one of the easiest ones is like, oh, you know, look at my eye. If I put my phone over an eye, is that an iPhone? iPhone yeah, you know, stuff yeah. like that. It's just, it's just silly jokes. But it's the running around and saying, don't leave me, don't leave me. That's where it just becomes, you know. And, and to be honest, we got to give that guy a huge shout-out, uh, uh, Josh Too Funny, because he's funny. the same one who had, all oh, my guys are ballers, all oh, my guys are ballers, which yeah. was a thing that went around the world yeah. for a while. You know, everybody said, all oh, my guys are ballers. I've been following him for a while. You know, I, he's, I've he's, always he's, thought he was hilarious. To trend. Yeah, the, yeah. the ones that me I like that he does is when he's yanning dust. Yeah, that's just when he's yanning up, 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 just yeah. think about it. Get think a pen about it. Jota. <laughs> think <laughs> about it. Yeah, but it's cracks. Uh, shout, shout out to him, and it shows how uh, um, um, social media works. You look at like the Ikorodu boys, for instance. Mm-hmm. Those boys who always recreate yeah. 
things. They've just got invited to the premiere of. Uh, 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 I saw that. What's that Netflix movie that came out with the one of the Hemsworth brothers? Um, um Chris Hem- Hemsworth. One of, one of ah. it, but yeah, they, it was a Netflix movie. Yeah, Netflix movie. The part two of it. They just got invited for the premiere. They did right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so so let, so let me so let me play another one. Lawrence, I don't I don't like these things you do. I don't like it. I don't like it. Sorry, sorry. And you are still holding my thing. Give me my thing, Lawrence. Steve, have it. Wait. Martin Lawrence. Steve, have it. Hey, hey, wait for me. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. It's the think about it part that gets me. Think about it. Think about it, you know. But yeah, I just thought it was funny. But What? Oh, yeah, I don't get it. Oh, yeah, they still don't look at it. He still doesn't get it. There was what I saw him say on Instagram live. He was like, a man, a man died. And he left. Uh, um, he left his leg, left leg, mm-hmm. and an AC. I'm like, huh? He left a legacy. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh my god, yeah. So like, it's just witty, stupid dad jokes. But yeah. when you have the other guy shouting, oh my god, don't leave me! It's it's a stupid thing, man. All right. But I like it's it's a fun trend. Yeah, um, it is. It is. Um, I think we're due for a break now, man. So, Wale, can you help introduce this next record? Uh, you know, you do the honors. It's your, it's your boy. It's your boy. Who? Oh, Burner. Yeah, man. Yeah, wonderful. New song. Um, yeah. How did this come up? Do you know oh, how this wonderful. came about? He just, he out of the blue, he just kind of just, I was surprised. I, I, didn't, I didn't know he was already working on his next album. Do you know, know his next album? Uh, not yet. Um, no, no, I don't. I don't think he has dropped the name yet. But I know it's gonna have a lot of solid music. Yeah. Um. So this is wonderful by your boy Burner. And if ever I go more logic, but that's it, let me. Cause my mommy won't want me, let me.
That's a record, man. That's a record. That's a record if I've heard one. You know, he name dropped uh, Ogunlesi. Ogunlesi. What's the Is that Tulu Ogunlesi? No, he meant, um, what's his name? Adebayo Ogunlesi. Uh, hey, yeah. So I, I was thinking that was the street. No, that's a man. That's a man who, he's a managing director of uh, an, uh, uh, of a company in, that owns five airports in England, including Gatwick Airport. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if they sold that one, but they, they owned it. It was, it was bigness at one point. Interesting. Yeah. He's like the he's like the chairman and manager. I, mean, I was even thinking that was the of the street that he nah, came nah, from. Nah. Like that's a, like a good I, I feel like I'm more excited about the song than you are. That that's a no, summer record. That's a record that's gonna go but it's not new beyond to me, Nigeria. Like, come on, you already gave us this is next level shit, yo. Remix of, uh, this is next level shit. Nah, what? It's, 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 Jerusalem was a banger. Yeah. Odogu is a banger. Yeah. I'm not this is not new to me. I've been shouting back for his name. Uh, more African Giants. Yeah, African Giants is onto something. Nah, there's no that's a record. That's a Billboard record. It 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 has the song has so much, and then I I I, I love that it has this South African vibe to yeah. it. Did, uh, did you also get nah, that? There's a, so there, there's a rumor that, that I see, and all y'all just be hating on Burner Man. So this there's this girl, this South African girl that has a song. I forget her name. The song is called John Cena. Yeah, and she was nominated for BET Awards, um, but. You see, I, I hate when people people try to bring him down for silly things like this. So she she claims, so she was on the remix. There's a remix of of, of the song. Yeah. Uh, um, this song he has with um, Stormzy on it. Okay. So that remix doesn't have Ed Sheeran. It has her instead. Okay. And the song got taken down. And she came out to tweet that the reason it got taken down is because Burner Boy told Ed Sheeran's, um, um, Stormzy's team mm-hmm. to take it down when she also got nominated for a BET Awards. Now, here's the thing is that that makes no sense mm-hmm. because somebody obviously told her that. Yeah. So are you saying that Stormzy is like, oh, Burner doesn't want you on the, on the verse, so I'm going to take down the song. It's not Burner's song. It's Stormzy's song. Mm. Now, what Burner came out to say is, no, they just didn't clear my vocals. Yeah. Y'all didn't clear my vocals with my record label. And the record label said, nah, take the song down. Oh, okay. So, no, but it has nothing to do with this song. No, no, not with this song. But okay. I'm saying it's part of the hate he keeps getting. Oh, I see what you mean. Makes no sense. Yeah, he, you know, look, and people keep hating him, but he, he keeps, keeps dropping, dropping bangers. bangers. And, bangers. And, and, and it's like, this is a record. he's one of the most hated Nigerian artists and, out there, and, which makes no sense. And I feel like they're, they're, they've started pushing this. They put a billboard on in New York. Of course. And that's so, song, are you t- and, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's like someone this who, is who, go. who drops a song like this. Does he care about you being on a... Like, I'm, I'm loving this. I'm, I love I'm, the I'm really, really hoping this song goes. It will. So... For our listeners, Onyadi had to drop off um, before the break. She had some things to go attend to. But we do have another guest. Um, he goes by the name of my man, Toby Walker. Um, very, very smart guy. He's a, I know he's an aeronautical engineer. Uh, he graduated out of the state of... Toby, can you, can you remind me? I forgot. Toby, you there? Oh, wait. Hey, Toby, you there? I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, had, I had you on mute. Sorry. Yeah, Toby. Um, you, wait, you graduated with an aeronautical engineering degree from where? I um, I graduated in um, aerospace from Florida Tech. Florida Tech, Florida. yes. Uh, yes. Toby is some Toby. By the way, uh, meet my my co-host here, Wally. Uh, this is my. Oh, hello, Wally. What's good, man? Yeah. Um, Toby is someone that I've 
I we 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 debate online. First of all, I've known him since I was a kid. We grew up together in the same neighborhood. Um, he he's his older brother is like was one of like my my closest. He's still one of my closest friends still today. Um, but Toby is this is this this is this guy that his his knowledge of history is just I I don't know how you do it. He's this it goes all the way back. And there was a time when he used to school me on Facebook. <laughs> like, we'll be arguing about politics. And he'd be like, well, <laughs> well, well, do you know the history of it? I'm like, what are you talking about? And then he will go in this long diatribe, like two pages worth of like, just, I'll just by, by the time I'm like, I get to half halfway through, I, I, I already have a headache. But um, but I, obviously, I, I, I respect your knowledge base. I, 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 I feel like you have a lot to offer. And we don't agree on, on everything, but um, you tend to have this very, very unique perspective. Um, um, and I'm, I'm glad to have you on here. Can you just tell us a little bit more about your background? Um, basically, about my background, like Curry just said, we all grew up together in Nigeria on Ulubada Estate and Ibadan. Yeah. And um, if I remember very well, we first of all arrived at Ulubada Estate in I believe, July '94. Mm-hmm. And Corey, you guys have probably been in Olubadan probably since like nine, way 90, early. yeah, ninety one. We're one of the first people yeah. there, but but it was this empty estate. No one else was there, so exactly. the only friends I had were you guys, you and your brothers. And exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Exactly, and I mean, like we'll go back and forth. I mean, most of our time was either spent in Corey's house or our house. Yeah. I mean, basically, we went with with one another to school. Like basically. We had the whole growing up experience together. And yeah. then around the year 2000, we moved to Uganda. Yep. And then basically, I mean, we left Korea. And then, if I'm not wrong, you then moved into boarding school. Um, um, like, um, boarding school, like, yeah. Um, boarding school yeah, at you know, ISI. Yeah. Exactly. Yep, yep, exactly. yep, yep. But, but um, despite, like, despite the fact that like we've been, like, we left in 2000, we've in one way or another, still been in contact. You know, no oh, contact yeah. has been lost. Oh yeah. Nothing oh, yeah. has been lost through the like through the years. Yeah. So like on my side, I went to school in Uganda, in Uganda for five years, and then we came back to Nigeria in 2005, and yeah. then yeah. it was in 2007 that we came to this country and um. Well, I well, 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 you came to the country. I know your brother. Moved the same, moved to the states the same year I moved to the states. It might have yeah, moved before me. Yeah, two thousand and three. Yeah, I remember that. Two thousand and three. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. And then I went to school at, at Florida Tech. Basically, um, I never really imagined that, like you know, I'll stay in Florida for as long as I have. Like, I always had in mind that we'll probably have when it's like once I'm done with college. I'll probably move back to D.C. or, like, you know, Northern Virginia, like, even New York or New Jersey. But mm-hmm. I never had a clue that, that like, you know, yeah. 10 years on, I'll still basically, you know, still be Florida. attached to Florida. Yeah. And, um, I mean, like, one thing, I, one thing I'll just say, like, you know, heads up at this point is, like, you know, on a personal level, mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm never leaving Florida. Okay. I mean, like, there's no way that's, that's happening. And plus, I mean, plus, it's good weather too. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you're not fond of the the cold weather out here. No, oh, by the no, way, no, to, Toby is currently weather. in DC right now. <laughs> not even cold weather, like at the most fundamental level. Cultural, I feel like just living. 
number one, just living in Florida, um, like living expenses are like cheaper. Okay. And number two, on top of living expenses being cheaper, like there are lots of opportunities actually kind of moving in, which okay. many people really, really do not realize. So, which is kind of why I'm not living. Cool. But um, as Corey said, like I studied um, aerospace engineering in college. Even though I studied aerospace engineering, I've always been a curious person. And I have many interests, history, philosophy. I mean, look, I try my hands on m many things. So as, as, as how things stand right now, I own a startup, and the name is called Equipment Gram. Okay. And just to give, just to give a, a, like a little pitch about the startup is, obviously, um, anyone who lives in this country probably knows about Carfax. Yeah. your big number to pull up like your your car's history. Mm -hmm. Basically, what equipment Graham is doing is we're trying to do the same for construction equipment. Construction That's equipment, equipment. okay. And what's I mean, and what's the is there a website? Um it's equipmentgram.com. Equipmentgram.com. But I'll just say something. Right now, the website is actually kinda of down right now mm -hmm. because some like some updates are actually been done, massive updates. Yeah. So, I mean, if you try going to the website, you might say something like, you know, the website is under maintenance and things like that. Yeah, but um, I, I try my hands on different things. Um, I'm someone who strongly believes, you know, do not stay stagnant. And one thing I'll also kind of say, you know, is obviously, as Corey said, I studied aerospace engineering in college. Yeah. And basically, I'm doing something that's into, like, you know, startups and doing something which, you know, Mm -hmm. Isn't it's like you know exactly related to aerospace at this point? Yeah. But one thing else is, in a sense, it's all part of the whole thing of like you know trying hands on different things. I mean, yeah, I feel you. It, like if it told me like like you know ten years ago that this is what I'll be doing today, I, I never would have imagined. imagined. So yeah, this is where I find myself, and nice, that's where nice. things take me. So so let's get right into the topics, man. Uh, Wale, I want to start off with Hush Puppy. What was your what was your take? Yeah, man. Actually, you know what? Let me first start by playing. Wait, who just scored? United just scored. So what? So what the scores right now? Two one, man. Two one. Two minutes left. In the Two game. minutes left. Uh, All right, good. All right. Um, wait, hold on. Should, should I play the video first? I'm only, I was just gonna play two minute clip. It's only two minute clip. Okay. The for, for our game. listeners, uh, I don't know if, if you've if you've seen this yet, Toby, but I'm about to play the clip. One second. Dubai okay. police officers were able to confirm the gang's whereabouts and fraudulent activities. The Nigerian Instagram celebrity, who was arrested on multiple fraud charges for crimes committed in different parts of the world, boasted about his wealth and expensive possessions on social media, claiming he is a successful businessman. Yo, they had like graphics for this shit, yeah, man. man. <laughs> it was like a CSI Little intro. did Abbas know, Dubai e-police teams were tracking his every move and taking note of all his social media activities. Hush Puppy and his team of scammers were known for creating fake pages for existing websites in order to redirect victims' payments to their own accounts. Okay, so so, so that's not BEC scam. That's that's a different. They have nature. multiple scams. Look at the background music. Really? <laughs> like. 
Dubai police have also found that the gang specialised in hacking corporate emails and sending fake messages to clients in order to redirect financial transfers and people's bank details to their own accounts. That was what Invictus was doing. That's the BEC, yeah. Before their arrest, Abbas and his crew members were responsible for scams amounting to 1.6 billion dirhams. Which is like In the operation, four. police officers were also able to seize items worth more than 150 million dirhams after they claimed 21 computers, 47 smartphones, 15 storage memory devices and five hard disks containing data 1,926,400 victims. Yeah, that's the part I wanted to highlight. All right. So, um, 1.9. Wait, is that is that for real, though? Is that even possible? 1.9 victims? Well, yeah. It's that's possible. a lot of victims. It's possible. Like, how? Make how? money fast, man. Like, what well, kind know, of... It's not what, just... It's could not they just, have been using, like... But it's not that's just, a lot of emails. <laughs> it's not only just emails, now. They do a lot of stuff, man. But it's not just hush puppy, you know. It's... There's a there's a huge network and he's not a hacker. That dude's dumb as fuck. But so he gets hackers. I'm yeah, guessing. he's and he's, I, I'm pretty sure he's not even like the head of the organization. He can't. So, so you think there's there's more to he's it? He's too flashy to be the head of the organization. Yeah, he, he, he has he to have some kind he has of handler. To have, yeah, handler and and he's just a, he's an errand boy that just gets paid a lot of money. Four hundred and thirty-five so million dollars is have, what is what that that amount. That because think stand. about it, dude. Those boys buy first of all, they stay in high-rise luxury uh, uh, apartments in, in 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 Dubai, and then every other month or week, they buy luxury cars worth hundreds thousands of dollars. They really blow that money fast, and it's not one person. If mm. it was only Hush Poppy, there are ten of them that yeah. got arrested. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure. Some of them are they're tied to some of the people that were arrested last year. Wait, during the the, the raids, the, the FBI raid oh, in, the, okay, in, yeah. in in America so last year. So there's a whole network. So to get two million victims, it's very possible, you know. Um, 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 but it's it's very it's heartbreaking. Crazy. It's very it's very crazy. heartbreaking. Uh, you know, um, they said they found forty million in 40, cash. Forty million in cash dollars, and I, and I believe that. But it's very heartbreaking how. You know, you go back and watch some of his videos and, and you just see the nonsense he says and, and the way he behaves. This car. See, the way he got the They oppress Toyota people. <laughs> he was at the Rolls Royce store. <laughs> so he was at the Rolls Royce store and they were giving him, they gave him a, a branded hat, you know, and the first thing he thought to do was just record and let like see you know what you guys be posing with your Mercedes Benz hats but now I got the Rolls Royce hat the guy was peppering everybody you know he's he's he does this you read his captions too you know he believed he had hitters and I think that was his downfall I think every move he made was to prove that you're just a broke ass hater and he'd always wanted to let you know that he was balling but not understanding that you're a crime guy you're balling and you're putting attention on yourself I do also believe, and that's why I don't think he was a, he's the head. I do believe they thought they had some sort of protection because I do think he, in his mind, he, you know, he thought he was okay to be doing that, you know, and, and, and he's definitely not the mastermind and they'll probably find who it is if he snitches or whatever, but it's, it's, I, I am glad that he was arrested. Yeah. Um, no, you never want to see a human being, you know, fall, but 
one of the reasons is Hush Puppy symbolizes more than just Hush Puppy. He symbolizes fraud in Nigeria. Yeah. And when I say he symbolizes it, it's a lot of firsters look up to him. Yes. A lot of, yes. A lot of yes. college dropouts, a lot of graduates <laughs> look up to him. A lot of people, because he comes up with this story of, I was suffering and then mm. I left Nigeria and now I'm a wealthy person. I don't mm. suffer, I don't lack. And a lot of people would tell you, well, you have no proof that he's a fraudster. Yeah. So why do you guys keep calling him a fraudster? I, I think that was the defense that, that was, the defense, was trying yeah, to They were all using is that but, you have no proof. Yeah, but before we go on, Toby, so what was your take on, on this story? Well, what, like, what okay, was your first like, impression? Just out of curiosity. Like, here is one thing I, I do have on Hush Puppy. And I was just thinking about this right now. And it kind of ties into what, um, what just being said. Like, oh, what the ways in which Hush Puppy was, like, busted was through Instagram. Yes. Like, something I've said for, like, forever and ever and ever. In general, there is a key problem we have as Nigerians. It is that our silence. Wait, you said, you said there's a key problem we have, which is what? The art of keeping silence. Oh, okay. So, like, for example, you know, if you do something or you achieve something, rather than, like, you know, putting it out there, publicizing it, that, oh, like, you know, here's, here's what's been where I am, mm-hmm. just keep silent about what's going on. Hush yeah. Puppy couldn't do that because, obviously speaking, he had to, like, you know, show, like, like quote-unquote, everything he had it did. on Instagram it did. to show that, like, like, you know, he had left Nigeria and... Being outside the country, he had finally made it. Yeah. I feel like like that like that was probably um, the biggest factor in his downfall. So, so 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 there's a there's this guy Daddy Freeze. I don't know if you've heard of him, but I got lost all my respect when he did that. You, he did, right? He did. But 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 let me ask something. Do you did, did he? So I used to support Daddy. So, Freeze. so I'm going to play Daddy a clip, Freeze. right? Last year, last year Daddy Freeze had done an interview with him. He had gone to Dubai. Now. He had he has since come to, out to explain, right? He, he explained that he went out there with his Cool FM crew, <sighs> and that it had nothing to do with of Hush Puppy. That he just mean, happened like, to want to give Hush Puppy an interview. And he spent the whole trip sucking his dick. Yeah, but, cool. <laughs> no, uh, but I'm just gonna play a, a, a brief a brief. He's, he's an idiot. So this is this is um, Daddy Freeze having dinner or lunch, one of the two, with Hush Puppy Fucking at retarded. his Versace Palace. And this is something that he publicized at the time. He put it on he his did. YouTube. Eight months ago. Um, Come, no, much more be no great job. No, and this talking does the shout. Let me play. I swear. Yeah, they use the food beggars. Three times, ten times in a yeah. whole month. You know, this guy sometimes he gets scared. Hush Puppy's driver is on 700k a month. Yes. You that are abusing him. You are working houseboy work, they are paying you 35,000. You will go on Insta blog and abuse Hush Puppy. My salary, my, the salary my driver they collect, they almost near commission and salary. You get so stupid. I swear. I swear. I mean, but, he, he, so I mean here, here he is bragging the, about I, his 
driver so let's, making let's, more let's, than a Nigerian me, commissioner. Let me, let me attack Daddy Freeze real quick. Like, and I used to support him when he started his free to shipo people. Let's let's talk about I, it. I, I like I like let's to talk about it. I like people to not be slaves to their pastors and their churches and everything. So when he had that movement, I was in support of it because okay. you can be a believer, you can love God, trust God, but you shouldn't be a slave to your pastor and your church. Mm-hmm. Most of you end up worshiping your pastors and a physical building rather than God. But so when he came out with some of these things and, and, and I was standing for it, but then with the hush puppy thing, he just made me realize that, you know what? He's just a typical man. He's a typical Nigerian man in the sense that, you know, he, he did an interview. They, he said they did an interview on radio where they were asked, they asked hush puppy what he does. And hush yeah. puppy said he's an influencer. Yes. Um, you know, and, and, and you can't be gully boy enough to believe that an influencer makes the kind of money come he on makes. Now. Come on now. Let's look come at, on. let's look at some of the, world's wealthiest influencers. Let's talk about the Kardashians. Hush Puppy mm-hmm. spends more money than the Kardashians, if we're being mm-hmm. honest. So what kind of influencing is he doing? You know, but because you know, you and I, every single person has seen his page and we know he's a fraudster. But because you want to benefit and reap from that, mm. be it he gave you money, he flew you okay, over. Okay, now that's he, a strong allegation. You no, know, I say be it whatever it is okay. or even might just be his time. Okay. You know, being that interview right now, it's, it's, do you know how happy he sounded in there sitting at this nice table eating his meal and chilling with Hush Puppy? Yeah, you know, way, it's, it's almost like he legitimized him. He, he did and he also enjoyed being in his presence. So, mm-hmm. that might have been his reward. He got to drive around in his cars. Yeah. He got to do a lot of stuff that he might have not, he might have not collected any money from him yeah. but he got to, so, the fact that he wanted to get that mm-hmm. made him not want to say anything negative about Hush Puppy. He claims, well, we already spoke about his source of income and he told us he was a, a, a social media influencer. So when I flew to Dubai and I saw him, I'm not going to bring up his source of income again because, hey, he told us he's a social media influencer. So that's what it is. And we're going to take it as that. Yeah. And that's being naive. So he got to enjoy a trip in Dubai with Hush Puppy, which is what he wanted in the first place. Mm-hmm. And he says he keeps in touch. He wants him to be his friend. Mm-hmm. I would not say anything bad about my friend. Mm-hmm. So now you come out and you've been defending that. Even now, you put out a stupid statement saying, well, on innocent until proven guilty. You know, at the time he told you he was this and stuff like that. It's like, bro, you're very stupid because you go after <laughs> pastors who you don't know personally, yeah. but you judge them based on what you he, see. That's so why thing. can't you judge Hush Puppy based on problem. what you see also? You see, for me, it's hard. Because guess what? You got to know him and enjoy the benefits that he came with Hush Puppy. Mm. He's a bloody hypocrite, man. You, you, you see, that's the thing. It's hard for me to like. It's hard for me to just come for Daddy Freeze because I'm like, if he really didn't know, then he really didn't know. He's a hypocrite. But man. when you look at the energy he gives for past, you don't know them on a personal basis. You he only talk know about them it either on the on the surface, and, and, like we and all he's do. He's quick to call them out. Yeah. So if you're you quick know, to do that, why why do you why can't you do the same for Hush Puppy? That's that's a good point. Yeah, that's if you're a, quick to call them out, you don't know them. Point. But guess what? You wanted to know him. You wanted that's to be his point. friend. You wanted to know that you went to Dubai and he had a lovely time in Dubai sucking his goddamn dick. And <laughs> and and, and, and like you're, you're, it's actually like he pissed me off when I saw that thing. I was like, bro, you're. And then he tries to defend himself coming out with a Bible passage. And I'm like, what the hell does that have to do with anything? Yeah, he, went, no on this he went on this rant, gave was pointing the middle finger at people, talking about I'll give anybody five k that, and that's the typical. Like we spoke about in the whole debanch case. Yeah. This whole, I have some sort of money. I can do what I want and oppress you and say whatever I want to mm. do. So he tries to demean the audience by saying, I'll offer anybody that can answer this question 5K. Like, bro, what the hell is that supposed to mean? 
Yeah, that's that's something that he should have just kind of like just. I see his comments. You're, back the from. first thing he said was, "Oh, you're you're doing houseboy work, making thirty five k, and you're abusing hush puppy that he's paying his driver seven fifty k." So fuck what? It's questionable. It's you know, questionable. it's like so. It's are you not allowed to call out something that looks shady because you're not making money? It, it, they, he didn't keep the same energy. He didn't keep the same energy because you he call didn't. out pastors who do the same goddamn shit. He didn't keep the same energy, and the pastors, they you know, their their scam is that. Is they're using Jesus Christ, but at least that one is in is out. Even, is, is, even, is, is actually out in the open. Is, is even, and no, and for the pastors, and uh, that's the thing for I the pastors. The victims, yeah. To be honest, like the victims know what they're getting into. Of course. In this case, these victims don't know what they're getting yeah. into. And to so, Nigerians, and then this is the last thing I'll say. And to Nigerians who defend, a lot of Nigerians are coming out to defend Hush Puppy and and like saying, you know, we wish you well. We hope you get through. Nigga, we're tired. That boy is not coming out of jail. And also. Let's stop legitimizing this thing. Mm-hmm. I also see a lot of people say stuff like, oh, he didn't spend his money quietly. Mm-hmm. Bro, he was caught not only because he didn't spend his money quietly, but because he's a fraudster. Yes. Because at the end of the day, if I go out living like Hush Puppy, whether he was quiet income, or not, he shouldn't I, be doing I would, it. I, I would not be arrested if I had legit income. Yeah. And, and, and we should stop feeling like, yes, the government hasn't provided jobs, there's no job, nothing. Yahoo is not the way out there. You know, you guys no, make it seem like, was between a rock and a hard place and and i pick yahoo but then you pick yahoo and you say somebody says it's like uh uh what's that thing that word uh reparation from the white man came i've heard but that then you before end up spending, i've heard that before he's at rolls royce store owned by a goddamn white man spending mm. that money back in a white man's store it makes no sense it makes no sense it makes no you didn't sense. build no schools no hospital nothing no in your country sense. it's so zero what reparation sense. is it <laughs> it makes zero it makes sense. no sense so stop just spending fraud. money like fraud is fish. fraud yeah on on the ugliest of clothes, on the ugliest too. of clothes. So fraud is fraud. Let's yeah. just call it what it is, and and move on from it. I I, I actually I appreciate that energy because we like, we really need to call that. No, call you need to call. We stop. We stop. We need stop to sugar coordinates and we stop, need to call you know, it what it is. We need to call it, it what it like, is. Oh, it's, it's, then, yeah, Toby, you are saying yeah. Yeah, like one thing I'll just kind of add, just to, you know, buttress the points that's been made. Is I mean, like one thing I've kind of said over the years is. In a sense, even when someone does something wrong, at the end of the day, sometimes Nigerians have what I'll call soft spots for such people. So, like, let me give two very good examples. You know, during the presidency of Abbasanja, yes. his um, VP was Atiku. Yes. And Abbasanja and Atiku fell out, obviously. Yeah, they did. And when they fell out, that was when all his corrupt dealings out, right? Yes. And I'll never forget at the time, and that was my very first experience with this whole thing, the way people were so, you know, sympathetic to him, saying that, well, you know, um, people should overlook what he has done because, after all, he's fighting with OBJ, and OBJ has probably done worse. Uh, yep. Another example I can also give is, you know, um, Bukhari has this, um, this, um, former chief of staff, Abakiri. The one that died, yeah. Yeah, the one that died. And basically, everyone knows about all the things he did, both the ones we heard about while he yes. was still alive and the ones we heard about after he was dead. And a sentiment that I've been hearing from people is, well, you know, maybe Abakiri wasn't really that much of a bad guy. Um, don't let you know, um, um, be very critical of his legacy and things like that. And one thing I've always said from like when I was very young and 
whether this applies to like you know politicians or even people like Hush Puppy is one of the issues that Nigeria has to solve is there has to come a day whereby people call out like for for the wrong things they're doing. Regardless yeah, of you call it spade a spade. And until until that day arrives, we're gonna keep having yeah, to, to, to add to that, look at Ajimobi that just died, the go- ex-governor of, of exactly. Oyo State. And, you people are putting and, out this most legacy talk. Dude, that dude used to embezzle 80% of the budget. 80 goddamn percent. Wow. The governor... Wait, wait, the, now, I, now, now, that's news to me. What? It's not news. Ajimobi died. 80%. 80%. Um, Makinde came out and said, Ajimobi's government, when there's a contract... 50% goes back to Ajimobi, 30% goes to his wife, and then 10% goes to the middleman in the case. So only 10% of the budget is used for the job. Okay, that's, like, that's ridiculous. let me just quickly come in here. And, and yet he's dead and everybody's talking about how wonderful the best governor he ever had. What the hell? And just to explain something really quick that I actually heard about now, these are, like, 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 you know, very... Obviously speaking, you know, these are allegations and things and things like that. So, of course, yeah. you know, do not take, take my word for 100%. But, like, one thing I actually heard was, uh, like, in terms of things like the health budget, mm-hmm. he, like, his wife, like, they set up a scheme with his wife whereby, to a very large degree, everything was being funneled to her and her organization yeah. and her business. Uh, and yeah. she used that money to build like a whole chain of hospitals and guess the big irony and people actually said like the hospitals that were built actually are kind of like like really you know um high quality standard hospitals at least by standards yeah okay but the irony at the end of the day is despite the money that you know they they were alleged to have stolen to build the hospitals and things like that yeah those hospitals couldn't treat the guy yeah, so mm. what was high standard mm. about it? Mm. Yeah, that's sad. They had to go to a private hospital in Lagos. Really? That's where he died. Wow. And you see something about this 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 thing is you you die of something that I'm pretty I don't know what it was, but they say he had meant uh They say it was COVID now. No, it wasn't COVID. Yeah. It wasn't COVID, he died. It was COVID. It was COVID. But they say, but I, I, I do see something there. A lot of these people are suffering now based on the fact that they can't leave Nigeria. They don't have the luxury of leaving Nigeria. Yeah. And how bad is it that I'm a governor of a state and I fall, our ex-governor, and I fall sick and I have to be taken to Lagos, a different state, to get private hospital. Now, my state, UCH, yeah, is supposed to be the best hospital in Nigeria. Yeah, at it, one point, it, it was. At one point, it was so in why, West Africa. Yeah, why couldn't point. you have done UCH when you were governor? Instead, you decide... And it's and, and like, I saw someone... I called someone out recently because the guy posted, you know, that Ajumobi was the best governor. I, told, I was like, dude, shut the fuck up, man. Because that dude embezzled. And his response was, well, everybody, they embezzled. I was like, that's the problem, is you've normalized it. Yeah. I was like, you've normalized it, so you're picking the lesser of two evils to you. You're like, well, yeah. everybody, they embezzled. Nah, we got to start calling them out mm. you look at and then this here's another thing i don't like okay you call out hush puppy the way i'm calling out hush puppy then you see dino melaya and you shut up mm. are you telling me dino melaya made his money from politics legitimately well, how much is he getting paid that he can afford this why 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 you and here's the problem i don't always understand with these people you can calculate the money uh civil servants and politicians make because there's 
at least we know how much they're supposed to be paid. Yeah, there's a budget. Tally it up. It shows everything. It does not match his lifestyle. So that dude obviously is embezzled money in places. But you guys won't give away. You guys are enjoying yeah. his entertainment, and 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 you're gonna you're gonna let him keep going the, the because you're used to I've, being oppressed. The rumors I've heard about Dino is that he all allegations. I don't know, but the rumors I've heard is that during the good luck administration, yeah. he extorted yeah. a lot of the good luck people. People don't know this, but Dino Malai used to be like a, he used to be like um, sorry. Yeah. He used to be on the front lines well, of, it, of it protesting. Changed. And once he got in government, and he, he money. flipped. Yeah. He flipped. And, s- and, I, and, and, and the rumor that I've heard is that during the good luck administration, yeah, extorted, extorted he, he extorted them. Like he knew what was going on and he was like, look, I need to get sorted out. So the the rumor is that a lot of his wealth came from that uh Dezani of course stuff even that Dezani was going on. Too. Look at all of them and they try to make even what's his name that tried to run for you mentioned that tried to run for God, uh, president too, Abu Bakr. Mm-hmm. I mean is that his name right? Uh well who? Is it Abu Bakr? That's his name. The guy who tried to run for president too. Uh Atiku. Atiku, yeah, Atiku, yeah. It's Abu Bakr too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atiku. Atiku, we know how corrupt Atiku was. Yeah. But yet they were giving him sentiments. Yeah. When he was no running sense. for for and uh, for, for no and you just mentioned it for for president, so we are used to being oppressed. Is my is my conclusion. We're used to being oppressed, and we're going to keep being oppressed until we stand up. We we don't know how to not be oppressed, so we yeah. let a lot of these things just happen, and you feel bad for hush puppy, and you sit in your house and say, okay, well, because I work and I have thirty thousand dollars an hour in my account, and I'm not the kind of person hush puppy is trying to attack. It doesn't affect me. But then tomorrow, when you realize that Nigeria is frustrating you, and you want to move to the states, and you realize that goddamn, you can't get a visa, you wonder why. When the FBI put out a thing yesterday talking about they're looking for six Nigerian scammers, but in a list of ninety something people, there's only six Nigerian that you mentioned in the headline because of people like this. You've given them the fuel to do stuff like this. And tomorrow, when you the ignorant person hears you're Nigerian, the first thing they think about is scam. Mm. You're a scammer. Or you think because you don't have business with abroad or stuff like that, Hush Puppy does not, or because your account is say Hush Puppy doesn't affect you, it affects you. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, I don't. You guys have said it though. I don't have anything else to add. Um, I don't know if Toby, you have anything else to add to that before we move on to the next topic. No, not really. I mean, as I said, everything's been sad. Yeah, man. Sad, sad, sad. Um, I was gonna touch on this, the latest in you know what's going on in this country. Um, and I'm not talking about COVID. I'm I'm talking about this. Uh. The the repercussions of the George Floyd um, murder, you know, um, a lot has happened since then, a lot. Um, and the the most recent thing that's going on is this wave of canceling and getting rid of stuff. Um, a big a big part is getting rid of statues, statues. That's that's been like the big thing, and it's going on everywhere. Um, a lot of things are getting cancelled. And Jemima got cancelled. Yeah. Uh, they're going to change the name. <laughs> they're going to change the name. I heard in Texas they're going to stop calling the main bedroom the master bedroom. I heard that yeah. too. Now, here's the thing, right? I think, I think it's a good conversation to be had about rebranding, right? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. I think there's a conversation to be had about trying to rebrand the image of America. Um, I, another thing that I learned about these statues, right? Particularly the Confederate statues. You know the Confederate statues are those guys that fought, fought to, co- keep yeah, to keep slavery. Yeah. 
apparently they put a lot of them up after like they put a lot of them up doing the civil rights movement mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be a big fuck you to the civil rights the people fighting yeah. for civil rights so i think there's a actual good conversation to be had about maybe there's some things that we need to rebrand and get rid of with the statues personally yeah. i have no uh feelings to i have no sentiment towards them i'm either. not attached to the history of this country but i would understand when a particular group of people and being yeah. black americans have history tied to it might not be directly that they were involved but they do have history knowing that somebody in their lineage a family member years ago was trying to fight this movement and somebody decided to put this statue as a fuck you to them yeah. and it can bring in anger in you so yeah. i can understand why those statues need to be taken now so toby what's your take okay um what's my take basically as you said like obviously sure there is uh, there is uh, like there's a legitimate um what's the word conversation that can be had about yeah. the confederate statues and things like that and yes and yes you do make actually make a very good point which many people really not realize is basically more or less there were two waves of like confederate memorials yeah there was a wave like like, you know, after the 40, war, like, like 40 to 50 years after the civil war, ended, yeah. and then there was another wave in the 50s. Yes, and let me actually tell you something very interesting which no one knows about. Okay. And I believe it was probably in Baltimore, mm-hmm. you know, um, Nancy Pelosi, the house speaker. Yes, yes, you I know, heard. Like, you, like, you didn't know that her dad was, was once a mayor of Baltimore. I heard, yes, she, he was, he was. Go on, go on. And not just a mayor of Baltimore, a corrupt mayor, but yes. we'll leave that one for another day. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. One thing which, which many people do not realize is there actually was a Confederate statue had dad, um, what's the word, um, dedicated. Huh. Okay, I didn't know that. In Baltimore? I be, it has to be in it Baltimore. It must have been in Baltimore, yeah. Pelosi actually is a Baltimore person. She is. Like she's, she's actually not a San Francisco person. Yeah. She's actually a Baltimore person. And mm-hmm. basically, even up till very recently, many of these statues were going up. So here is mine, my own, um, my own proposal, which some people have, have actually proposed. What should actually be done at all the statues is there should be like a very visible plaque, number mm-hmm. one. Maybe uh, like this can be maybe like a compromise or yeah. something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. With like, like, Whichever route you decide to take, yeah. Visible plaque, same the intent of putting the um like whichever statue is there. Mm-hmm. So for example, the statues that went up in the 1950s, yeah, there will be a plaque there saying that this is meant to you know basically give you know the proverbial at yeah. more or less. And point number two, yes, this thing is very legitimate. That like. Let a debate be had about all the statues. That is where I, will, I wanted to get to. I think but, I think it needs to be done lawfully. No, here is the issue. This shit has now gone way beyond the statues. It, yeah. Like this it shit has. at this point the re- is way the beyond the representation is more number than one, the statues. Statues of like, um, what they call it, abolitionists, um, Jefferson, of, Washington, they want to take, they, they're trying to take all of them down too. They're trying to take the statues down of the people that fought to end slavery. Exactly. It's gone to that like, point now. Like and who's trying the, to take that down? That's the F's up the, 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 the Black Lives Matter protesters. Why, why did they want to take that down? They, so, and this is, you see, this is the topic that I want to get into. This is, this is the, the angle that I want to get into. For them, their, their argument is that everything, the, America was built on, it doesn't matter who was fighting what, it was all built on 
on slavery on the backs of slaves and yes. they want to take down every so, one of them they want to take down Abe Lincoln who see, was responsible to 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 be to be honest there mm-hmm. there it's just out of rage but yeah sometimes when you're angry you don't think and what the, here's the thing unfortunately America has a history and the history was not America was not built for for black people I used to, I, I yeah. gave an example I was telling my dad the other day I said you know the way I see America is like so let's say, or any of us parents, let's say they want to be, buy a new house in somewhere in Nigeria. Yeah. And they know, you know, you can come home often every now and then. They'll probably keep you into consideration that, okay, you know what, let's, let's get a house that has enough rooms for Corey and yeah. the siblings and everybody. But you're not necessarily planning a house for someone like your house girl or your driver or your, yeah. or your, or your security guard. Yeah. You, when you build a house and you buy it, you find a way to fit them into what you've already built. Mm-hmm. for your f- people yeah so america was built for white people mm-hmm. slaves came america didn't have so unfortunately when slaves were freed america has to fit slaves into what was not made for them black yes. people yes it was made for white people so yes. and that's what we're still seeing till today the system yes. was not made for we're black still people. seeing the effects so it's it's a <sighs> we didn't make this for you but can you like kind of stand in that corner real quick and we shall at least you're shining the room shall you know that yeah. kind of stuff okay now it has a history yeah and Abe Lincoln and all these people are part of the history. Yeah. So it's really unfair to say you want to take down a statue of Abe Lincoln. And, but then I can understand a statue of a Confederate general because yeah. what he stood for yes. is not what That's America what is saying. at today. That's what I'm saying. So America today is the America of where we, 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 we trying to fit you guys into it. And if you're trying to fit me into it, you can't really have a sign or a man standing in front of me, a reminder that, yeah. no, we don't want you here. So yeah. I can understand you taking those statues off, yeah. but not going as far as saying the whole history needs to be wiped. Unfortunately, we are living in a white man's Dude, country. They, they, and they're calling to cancel white Jesus. You know, to, and, 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 but there's another thing about it. Things like white Jesus don't bother me. They don't bother me because at the end of the I mean, day, like, I don't know what Jesus looks like. I know he's not like, the guy they keep showing me. Okay. But, okay, like, yeah. like, here, like, Here's the thing, and like, let me actually interject here, and here's what I actually feel. Basically, like, there's this whole saying that, like, um, I believe it's called, you know, throughout, um, the baby with bath water. The bath water, yes. Basically, meaning that, you know, smash the whole system. Like, I hate to sound conspiratorial, mm-hmm. but in a sense, when you're going beyond what everyone wants understood about, like, you know, confederate statues and things like that, yeah, you have to wonder... Are they trying to throw out the baby with the bathwater? Because let's put it this way. Like, a point has just been made. They're like, like, you know, um, the United States was originally built for white people and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. But here is the thing. And obviously, we know that, like, through the years, efforts and things like that have been made to, like, you know, actually account for, like, To correct for some things, yes. Big thing with black people. But... Here is something people have to understand. And, and let me give a very prime example. You guys, for example, know um, what they call it, the U.S. Declaration of, of Independence. Yeah, yeah. To an extent, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's most famous. Is, you know, all men, um, we hold this truth to the that all men are created equal. Created equal, yes. And, yeah, and things like that. Like, here is just the reality how I see it. Oh, like, a lot of movements throughout U.S. history. And now, people can have debates over what the Declaration of Independence meant, mm-hmm. whether, whether the people who wrote this actually believe that all men are created equal, whether it really carried weight during the time. So, 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 so,
if you see things like like um, elements of the abolitionist movements, elements of the civil rights movements, basically they used something that was written by, you know, to, um, um, for lack of a better term, how it's normally said by, by like many of these activists, that was written by white, straight, northern European men. Yeah. Some of they them are slave owners they, themselves. Yeah, we have to point that yeah, out. Because George, yeah, George yeah, Washington but, owned slaves, and so did Jefferson, I believe. But go on. But, but here's the key thing. That same holding of phrase of all men are created equal mm-hmm. has been skillfully used through the years to gain equal rights, greater yeah. acceptance in society, yeah. and things like that. Which is part of what I say. Powerful document. Powerful document. Should be, very, should be very careful what they are wishing for. Do not throw away the baby with the bathwater. Like this should be very and and here is just mine. What I I I fear the most and has already been said is many things. Oh, like all I just say, many things are not being thought through very well. And I'm glad you brought that up. So, so because of these statues, right? I've I've kind of started looking into the history of America and I've been learning a lot. There were a lot of things that I didn't know. I thought I knew. There were a lot of things I didn't know. George Washington, they said, owned slaves. And that's why. Yeah, I knew that now. Now, yeah. the thing, well, I, I knew he owned slaves, but I didn't know, because, you know, he's supposed to be the father of America, right? He was the first president, technically. He was one of the people that led the revolution. These were things, like, I didn't know the extent at which, at which he was instrumental in forming what we know today as America. He was one of the people that were instrumental in, in making that declaration of um, making that um, what do you call it again? Sorry, the declaration of independence. Yes, yeah, sorry, the declaration of independence. However, these guys were flawed. They were flawed in many ways. Um, George Washington, like I said, he owned slaves, but he wasn't. I, he wasn't responsible for for ending um, the Atlantic slave trade. One of the presidents that came after him, George Jefferson, he was responsible for ending the slave trade. So at some point, they decided that, okay, we're not going to participate in the slave trade and go take blacks from Africa anymore. We're just going to, we're going to end that. Mm-hmm. But we're going to hold on to the, the slaves that we, that we have. have. Yeah, we can't return them. Which was still fucked up. We don't but, have the receipt. But, and, I, and I think I was learning about these guys and I was learning about, okay, so they decided that, okay, then the ones we have, we'll just have them re- reproduce. Yeah, and, and they'll, they'll just make them slaves. Yeah. Which is still fucked up. It is a fucked up Which is still That's fucked what I'm up. saying. This country was not built for black people. Yeah. You know, it was built for white people. And yes, you can easily come on and say, you know what, we're not bringing any more slaves in. Uh, okay, and... The damage was done. Are you returning the rest of them back? The damage are was you done. building, giving them states? What are you doing with them? Unfortunately, it's like, eh, no, no new ones coming in, but we already have this one, Shaw. So that is why Black Lives Matter make this justification for why everything needs to come down, regardless of which ones were but abolitionists. You can't. You can't. And, and that's the thing. It's part of our history. Because unfortunately, it is part of the history. It's, it's part of the history. So I started looking at some of the other figures that like, they're looking to bring down. Andrew Jackson. He was like a fucked up guy. Like the guy was, he was he was one that forced Indians. He's one of the. He, I won't, he, he's not considered a forefather, right? I don't think he's. But he's one of those people that was well known. He was one that forced the Indians from the south to move to the north, and he made them walk. 
he made them they call it the trail of tears right i mean these are things that i'd always heard about but i didn't really know much about toby are you familiar with it they call yeah, it the, yeah, the trail I'm, of tears yeah, they said that about 20 20 about 30 like a good chunk of the people that he the indians that he forced from the south ended up dying walking to the north like he pretty much forced them he had like yeah. military people forced them out of their homes and had them walk and it's a, a lot of them died a lot of them ended up dying from um starvation a lot of them ended up dying from because you know they were among white people too that were forcing them so they caught a lot of, of diseases a bunch of them died i mean there was i mean america's history so it's, is, it's, so, it's very, is so it's checkered nasty it's so so and, checkered and, and we got to understand too that it's at some point it became too late to do anything about the slaves because what would you do then would you like i said would you mm -hmm. return them yeah you can't return them and some of these people are the americans like they don't know anything about now they tried they tried uh -huh. do you know they how tried. they tried oh. they went and they took over a you know liberia right uh, so it was taken liberia. over by and they, and they chose nigeria so the, the 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 i guess the forefathers of liberia are slaves that left, left so. and went like, back there let me let me please quickly interject there like yeah what like one thing to like really note like and this began like well in the 18th century yeah. and even abraham lincoln actually supported the idea at the point yeah was the whole colonization movement yes meaning that all um slaves should be taken and should return back to africa okay. and basically the whole liberia's um liberia was, was like selected as a place where yeah you know and they, slaves should I, go and but they conquered people there too and they killed the people that lived there <laughs> and no 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 chill 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 and just to show how effed up history is and how even people like how many times people who were once oppressed when you put them in a position whereby they decide whether to oppress or not oppress they'll oppress physically the descendants of slaves who went and formed liberia basically imported the whole slave system into Liberia. Liberia and what many people do not realize is that thing like that shit never ended until 1980. Samuel Doe was the person who broke that shit apart oh, wow. until 1980. Hmm. So like, but this still, shit, uh, it, it's crazy. Like, see, see, see like these French countries on, too. On, on many levels, they're still getting money. from Africa? And one thing I'll just say, and here is mine very good that we're having all these conversations about the, about like you know the statues and things like that right yeah but here's the key questions are any key lessons being taken to make sure that such never happens in the future and it's not so it's anger a lot of these things is from anger and like i said before i can't really tell people how to react when you're angry and i understand people who act in anger mm -hmm. but now it's starting to i feel like they're starting to patronize us because and i say us because at the end of the day i'm a black man and, mm -hmm. and i have to, to to support black people but mm -hmm. when you start doing things like <laughs> and jemima and you don't want to call the bedroom master bedroom and <laughs> you know what's the other one they did it's like are you serious <laughs> you know it's um, like is this your solution so, to the so, issue and that's what happens because and to be honest they're only doing it because they see people trying to cancel stuff on their own yeah. so they're like well let's get ahead of it yep. but it's not going to solve any problem but but here's the thing that i also want to 
also mentioned because I've also looked into some of the things that they want to do. It's not just this. This is not where they're ending. It's not. They're not ending a statues. They want to bring down the entire structure. That's why they've come for police. They want to end police. And as a result of wanting to end police, do I don't they know really if, want I, to I, end I, police or defund the police. No, they, they. Some some people want to defund the police. That I support. But there's if no 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 there no some people want to. Well, technically, the word, the word of defunding itself, I think, it, it's is problematic. Wrong, is problematic. So, so, so when, so, when some, and we've talked yeah. about this before, when some people say defund the police, they, they, mean, they really they mean, mean reform, reform and change the way because they the approach Because a police officer said something, for instance, I cut you over. He's like, sorry, he's mm-hmm. like, your cat gets stuck in a tree. It's a police officer. You have domestic violence in your house. It's a police officer. You have, you fall in a ditch. It's a police officer. Like, police are doing too much. Yes. We can actually start making and, other... And they're overwhelmed. And they're overwhelmed. You but can make but other you also have a faction, yeah. and the leaders have actually said it. Some of the leaders have said, no, they want to abolish police. So that was, going to that police was why the they... That was why they had Chaz. The Chaz was supposed to be like an experiment. That was why they, they took over that block. Although... <laughs> Uh, four people ended up getting shot and one and shot and one person ended up getting killed in Chaz. Now they've 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 ended Chaz. However, there are other Chazes that have been that been looking to develop. There's one that they said that they're threatening to do in DC, but they disbanded them. There's one that they tried like two days ago in Portland. They also tried to take over a police precinct. Same thing. They tried to take it over and they wanted to end end police in that region. Same thing. But they're not ending there. They they so police is just their their first step. Again, I'm not saying all of them. Some people just want to reform. Some of some other another faction wants to do way more. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one where they want to abolish STEM. You know, are you familiar with STEM? Science, and science, technology. They want to abolish it and all mathematics. and mathematics. They want to. Ab- they feel like it's a, it's a structure that was built by mostly white Europeans um, and, and, and I'm sorry, and Asians. I'm a I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a black man. Um, um, sorry, what's his name? Um, Toby. Toby is a black man, and yeah. Toby, you're in you're you're into aerospace, right? Yeah, I'm into yeah. software development, and we're both benefiting from the STEM from program. the STEM program. So, how is that stopping? It, so like, it, that's a stupid. It's thing. not like, just STEM. They want to end capitalism. They and and they, and the reason why I'm bringing all this up is that it's not everything white is bad. So so what <laughs> so know. so what's driving it is and people, my listeners, you guys look it up. It's it's based off of this concept that came from colleges it started like a few years ago it's called critical race theory just look it up it it's it there's there's an actual agenda behind it and the whole point of it is to bring it on down but i'm not going to get into that i don't think we have time for that because we're running out of time um i do want to talk about we're talking about the slave masters and all that so looking into this history it made me start looking into the history of africa's role in the slave trade africa played a huge role Huge role, huge, and then huge there role. was this lady, right? So there was this lady that I I found role. because I was having this argument on my thread the other day, um, and, and you know, so I, you know, someone had brought up the point about well, you know, there are African slave traders that took their own people and sold them to people, yeah. and then someone came back and was like, well, there are no statues of them, so until there are statues of them, then we'll, we'll worry about that. Oh. Then someone now came back and was like, actually, there is that this one person in Lagos, her name is. Efunroye Tinubu, and there's a statue yeah. of her in Lagos. Madame Tinubu. And that is Madame Tinubu. Yeah. I, I'd always heard, but I didn't really know her history. She was a ruthless slave trader. And and that was what I wanted to do the heroes and villains on, on today. Her. History, and, before you get to it, history yeah. is a problem in Africa. And history has always been retold in a funny way. Like, so we, 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 no one ever 
you probably wouldn't know that until you research that. Mm-hmm. Even when they give credit to people like Mary Slesler Sle- 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 or whatever, that they say she stopped mm-hmm. the killing of twins in Africa or whatever. Mm-hmm. She only stopped it in a small region of Nigeria. It's Wait, not Mary who? Mary Slesler or whatever. whatever. What's the name of that woman? The woman that's British Someone woman, that was killing people. Woman. She stopped people from killing people. Uh. White people told us this history that this Niger- I forgot her name. Yeah. But basically, maybe I'm getting her name wrong, yeah. but she stopped people from killing. Yeah. This history is actually false because people started researching it says she stopped a particular small community yeah. from killing twins ah. in Nigeria. But they granted her as the mother of stopping it in the whole, in the whole of Africa. And, and I realized that we have a problem with history. Yeah. Same thing with the, the River Niger and River, River Benue. Yeah. You give the credit to the names or discovery to Lord Lugar or whatever. Mm. But the communities that were there before, mm. what did they used to call it? Yeah. So look at this Tinibu thing too. It's yeah. a history yeah, like, that is not being like, told. Yeah, it's not being told by us. We didn't get to write it. We didn't our get own to history. write it. We here's don't we don't main, Toby, you're about to say mm-hmm. Can't, like here's the main problem and it's something I was telling um someone I, I believe on Facebook the other day with history in general. Like one thing like I've come to like firmly believe and I've, I, and I've absolutely disabused myself of is yeah, a, a there is no objective oh. history. And, and I'll tell you why. Because like all professional historians, okay, not all, some might be explicit, but like all professional historians have a way in which they look at history. So like, for example, there are schools of thought in history that look at history from the role of that, you know, technology played, or the role that, like, like you know, big and powerful men played, mm-hmm. or even like, if you look at this country, for example, yeah, um, probably from around Reconstruction to probably the 30s or 40s, there was a school of historical thought called the Dunning School, and the Dunning School was like what was used to intellectually justify um, what's the word, <clears throat> um, Jim Crow and seg- and segregation. Yeah, that was what it was used for. Mm-hmm. And then I believe W.E.B. Du Bois came up in the 1930s or so mm-hmm. and overthrew the Dunning School. And in many ways, the, like the Dunning School being, being um, displaced yeah. set the um, stage for the civil rights movement. Oh. What's, the point, like, what's the point I'm trying to make? Regardless of where you are, mm-hmm. whether it's in Nigeria, the U.S., the U.K., there are different schools of thought. Like, like even let's go back even to, to Nigeria, for example. Yeah. In Nigeria... There are two dominant schools of thought mm-hmm. up until about 1970. If you have to study history, not just in Nigeria, in Africa, yeah. you had to contend with the University of Ibadan. Mm-hmm. The University of Ibadan had its way of interpreting history. And then after, I believe, the 1970s, mm-hmm. different schools of thought came up in northern Nigeria. That, like, you know, they have their ways of interpreting history. So what's the point I'm making? All history we read to one degree or point or another it's, it's is biased. Right? biased. There is no escaping about that then. Yeah. Now, what's the main thing? It's up to people like us, at least on some basic level, to kind of understand these things and to be able to read and off. Yeah, and to be able to read between the lines too. But Toby, exactly. I, 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 we're kind of running out of time here. I do want to get to these heroes okay. and villains. Yeah, go on. Um, so, this year's of villains. Today's heroes of villains is brought to you by blackpast.org. That's where I'm getting this information from. Um, and it's on Madame 
Efunroye Tinubu. They called her Madam Tinubu. Efun Efun Poroye Oshun Tinubu Olumosa. Often shortened to Efunroye Tinubu was a shrewd and ambitious Nigerian business tycoon who wielded enormous uh, economic power across Western Africa and political power in Abelkuta and Lagos. She was born in 1805 in the Yoruba town of Abelkuta. She married a man and had two sons with him, um, but he died soon after. Uh, as a new widow and single mother, she started trading tree bark and leaves to make a, a, a living. Tree bark and leaves. Interesting. She had learned valuable market skills from her grandmother, Oshushola, who traded in tree bark, boots, herbs, and leaves. Uh, she also learned business skills uh, from her mother, who had been a food seller. Now, in 1833, Tinubu remarried. She remarried someone called Adele, an exiled Oba king of Lagos. With this marriage, she began to accumulate economic and political wealth um, and power. The two moved to the coastal city of Badagri, where Tinubu, using her husband's connections, built a successful business empire, trading salt and tobacco um, from Europeans for slave from Abelkuta. So basically, she got slaves from Abelkuta, traded them for salt and tobacco. Yeah. That's how she started. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, when I, when I read this woman's story, I'm like, God damn. Tinubu then moved to Lagos after Adele returned to his throne in 1835. Unfortunately, Adele died just two years later in 1837. For some reason, there was, there was, she had, there was a trend of all her husbands dying. <laughs> I don't understand it. He died late two years later in 1837. Sounds like Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> Making Tinubu a widow for the second time. She helped install Adele's son, Oluwole, as the new king and married his military advisor. This woman was never carrying last, man. She was never carrying. She always found someone to marry. <laughs> military advisor, Yesefu Bada. Um, I probably butchered that pronunciation. She also continued to expand her trade network by monopolizing slaves and palm oil and offering firearms obtained from the Europeans, which increased her wealth during the Yoruba Wars of the 1840s and 1850s. After the accidental death of Oluwole, <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell me someone. Okay, sorry. Adele's son, Oluwole. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. So, after the, the Oluwole wasn't husband. That, that was the son of her ex-husband. After the accidental death of Oluwole, Tinubu arranged for her brother-in-law, Akintoye, to take the throne in Lagos. I mean, this woman wielded power, man. She was, she was a kingmaker. He, in turn, rewarded her ownership of valuable stores in downtown Lagos. She made other investments in Lagos' business district and built a huge personal residence to reflect her new status. Tinubu was also rumored to own 300, 360 personal slaves. These were just people that worked for her. These were the people that she was selling. By 1845, as European nations repudiated slavery and turned to commercial crops from West Africa, she expanded her empire by controlling the major new items of commerce. Palm oil, coconut oil, and cotton. I guess you get them slaves. Uh, yes, now. Tinubu now established foreign trade alliances and brokered deals with European and Brazilian political and military leaders. She was the major conduit in Lagos between European traders and merchants from throughout the Nigerian back country. Tinubu fell from power in Lagos when she challenged British consul Benjamin Campbell, who, ra who railed against her economic hege hegemony and sick and secret slave trading with Europeans and Brazilians. Because at that time, the Europeans were like, okay, you guys need to stop. But she kept trading slaves secretly. Tinubu, in turn, publicly 
castigated Campbell for his infringement on royal authority and sovereignty in Lagos. She organized a plot to remove Consul Campbell, but before it could be implemented, Campbell confronted her with British gunboats in May of 1856 and demanded her exile from Lagos. In the face of superior British military power, Tinubu was forced back to Abel Kuta. She nonetheless remained a major traitor in the interior of Nigeria until her death in 1887. Tinubu, the royal wife, political advisor, nationalist, and economic powerhouse, remains one of the most important figures in 19th century Nigeria to this day. Tinubu Square in Lagos remains one of the major commercial hubs in the city, a lasting tribute to her success. So the shadiness in the family has been since... Since, since her, as in you don't. Oh well, is, I, is so I don't know. Him? I don't know. I don't. I don't think there's any relation. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. There might be. I don't know if there's any relation. So I'll be surprised if there is. There, there, there are some accounts here. In December 1851, under the pretext of abolishing slavery, the British bombarded Lagos, dislodged Kosoko from the throne, and installed a more amenable Akintoye as Oba of Lagos. That's the person that she kind of um, worked to put in there. Though Akintoye signed a treaty with Brit- Britain outlawing the slave trade. Tinubu subverted the 1852 treaty and secretly traded slaves for guns with Brazilians and Portuguese lead leaders. She obtained a tract of land from Akintoye, which now constitutes part of the present-day Tinubu Square. Okay, we already went over this. Sorry. The part that I wanted to get to is there's this guy that recently put out this article that I was saying because, you know, all the statues coming down, they were like, look, Nigeria, we need to look at ourselves too and look at our, what we did. And this guy, this is what he said. He said, there is no better time to revisit how we have honored the legacies of slave owners like Madame Efunruye Tinubu, the wife of Oba Adele, who was also one of the most ferocious slave dealers who operated the Lagos Ibado slavery corridor, delivering slaves for Brazilian and Portuguese export. To demonstrate her commitment to the trade, Madame Tinubu once boasted of drowning her slaves rather than selling them at a discount. Her statue is honored and preserved in yep. Tinubu Square on Lagos Island. Yep. Um, in his book, Madame Tinubu, Merchant and Kingmaker, Oladakbo Yemiton argues that contrary to the projected image of Madame Tinubu as a repentant slave trader who fought against slave trade, she secretly continued trading slaves until her death in 1887. Madame Tinubu was not alone. Efun Sheton, Aniwura, was probably the most ruthless of all the slave dealers in southwest Nigeria. She was an extremely wicked slave trader. This woman made it an abomination for her female slaves to get pregnant. And when they did, she openly beheaded them in cold blood at the Bado Town Square. I mean, I was reading yeah. about this shit, and I was just like, mm. God it's damn. It's like, not like they came to pick slaves. These people slaves were ruthless. It was, it was a business. They came. They, ruthless. Somebody supplied the slaves, and they took them. Crazy, man. Well, history, we have to be taught our history so people know things, people yeah. understand things, because it's if when you don't know, you just, you just, uh, 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 you're naive to a lot of things, too. You know, and and I, I look, if someone wants to go take her statue down, I'm fine with it. I really don't have That's any, crazy. I don't man. care. But I do know that at the end of the day, when all this uh, anger is sub- subdued, we yeah. need to talk about actual plans we need to. that will help. We do. You know, and as for America trying to, you can't rewrite history. So, wait, but you can't sorry, history. Wally, before you go on, you know, I always ask this question. Toby, hero or villain? Efunru Tinubu? I mean, from what you described, it sounds more like. Like villain. Like villain, right? Yeah, she she a villain. Well, she she she's she's a killer. She's a killer. No, no, but like 
here here is just something I would say, right? And both like blanket both like Madame Tinubu and just like all the movements, your statues and everything mm-hmm. is I feel that, like on both sides of both arguments, if you understand why I'm in. Yeah. People have this idea, like idealized image of the people involved. So like, for example, on one side, you know, let's talk about, and now something like, like a real key distinction to make is mm-hmm. people who to them, the whole movement simply means like, like, you know, reforming police and things like that. Yeah. And then to people who the whole movement has, you know, things that go way beyond reforming police. And I'm talking about people who, for them, it goes way beyond reforming police. Yeah. People have an idealized um, image of events and protagonists, which necessarily do not, um, what's the word, um, tally up in reality. So, so, like, for example, you have given this whole story of Madame Tinubu, for example, about how just a slave trade, right? Yeah. Like many of these people who are like many of these activists who are going after this thing, so have only lived in this country their like their whole lives. Yeah. How many of them actually know this? And to what degree do like most of them have this idealized image that like like you know the way events were in Africa at the time? Yeah. Wasn't just you know this simple one-dimensional um, picture. And wasn't something which was very messy and had both its, its heroes and villains on both sides. Like a very good example to give is if you look at something like let's say um um, colon, um colonialism for yeah. example, yeah. and how you know the history of colonialism is written and things like that. Mm-hmm. On both sides of the debate, both pro and con. Yeah. One thing I've said is both sides have all these assumptions which just do not make any sense and are just cartoonish. So for example, on one side, you have the people who believe that like like um, you know, the people who were colonized never had never had done anything in their lives before they were colonized yeah. and things like that and they should be thanking God that it happened, right? Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, you have people also who basically have almost like, you know, the total opposite fields and who don't build the whole era has been a very complex, like been very complex, where mm-hmm. understanding where things began and ended at times was very difficult. And that's what I feel is missing out of all these debates. Basically, we need to... Events, mm-hmm. events are not as simple... As, as we make them out to be. Like It's almost like people oversimplify these things and, and make it exactly. seem like, like it's just exactly. a one-sided thing. When it's, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I think it's something that, you know, even if they want to take down a statue, I think we still need to be very, very cognizant of what happened. We need to, we, like, there needs uh-huh. to be some kind of record of those things yeah, that happened history, so that we can, learn from those things. I leave a plaque in the place. But yeah. as far as people trying to rewrite the whole American history, unfortunately, you can't do it. It's no, too late at man. this point. But to be honest, it sounds like they want a new country. And to be honest, you guys, you might not be interested in this idea, but maybe you should just pick out a couple countries in Africa and go back and, and like, when I mean go back, I don't yeah. mean look, back, look, but look, I mean look, 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 go look, supply. Look, look, look. What, Let it, me even interject here. Yeah. Let me even interject here. And I will be very, and here I'll be very blunt. Yeah. Many of these activists who have this idealized image in their head, 
they will not last a day in many African exactly. countries. Exactly. So, so you want a That's new a country. You want a new country. So why don't you find one in Africa that sits and with you and rightly and then wrong. help that country become a powerhouse? Yeah, and and what you want it to. You know, mean. when I when I say move back, I don't mean it in a disrespect. We we'll go back home, but yeah. I mean, you know what? We're going to go to a nation of black people where we know that okay, you know what? Let's pull our resources together. They already kind of started that. They started in Ghana, 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 yeah. But let's go back. But in Ghana, they didn't go back to help. They went back to just find the roots, get get opportunities, and stuff like. But I mean, go back and say, you know what? We're going to make a difference. We have the brightest, smartest people that are black people. Let's pick. All right, Nigeria, you guys need leaders. You guys need help. Ghana, you Mm. need help. You need this. And to be honest, if you can make Africa a powerhouse continent, Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be an issue. If you're fed up with anywhere else in the world you know at least now you have a there, safe, haven. safe haven yeah you have a safe haven I mean, if you want to go there it's it's worth discussing it's, but toby i know i know you want to get another point out we actually we're completely out of time i'm so like I, I would like to have you back on the show um because there's, there's this that like this conversation can last another two hours trust me i know i know there's a lot that you want to get out there but um mm-hmm. but you guys thanks man thanks for your inputs i, th- I think it's been a really, really 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 good um um at least for for me i've learned a lot just on mm-hmm. this episode um, before I get off, please, guys, don't forget, um, subscribe to our page on Instagram Live, smiling underscore sufferer. We're on Twitter, at SmilingPod, and we're on Facebook, The Smiling Sufferer. Search for us. That's it right there. Um, Are you on Stitcher? What? Are you on Stitcher? No, I'm not on Stitcher. Um, okay. We are on YouTube. Please, we need you guys to subscribe. Okay. Um, our subscribers has our subscriptions have been going up, but we need more. We need, I'm I'm trying to get to a thousand by the end of this year. So you guys, please share, share, uh, like, comment, uh, engage, please. Um, Wale, can you introduce this final song? Oh, and by the way, Toby, thanks for coming on again. Wale, can you can you right, introduce? All right, it's man. um Kiss Daniels off his new album. It's I think it's like a short form from All Right. It's okay, just, it's like I. Oh me, I was thinking it was uh, Zlatan. No, it's it's I. A I I. Alright, check this out. Kiss Daniel. It's Chris with the drama guy. Take me to America. Sexy Babita. Love is love, I know, but this is my message to you. I'm far away, but I'm still down for you. Don't let me say, this is my message to you.
back when we met. So cool, babe. She look at me with this smile on your face. I could tell you're into me. When you down, I'm down. When you smile, I'm smiling. When you laugh, I'm finished. Hey. 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 Hey.